Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 144 of Raiders Fan Radio, uh, live here in Murph's Fan Cave on this Victory Wednesday, gentlemen. Absolutely. Good, good, good time to be a Raider fan and, uh, that uh, the disembodied woo that you hear coming from my right <laughs> is coming from the western annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk. Please welcome to the show the one and only Uncle Mosh. Oh man, this is obviously. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm fired up, man. Yeah, you are. We got a whole new, and I'm not a superstitious guy. No, I'm not a superstitious guy. I got over to your house Sunday, right after church. 
we were talking with the kids, having some good time. The, the TV was on in the living room. I'm like, oh, man, the game's going. This game's going. So I sat down. We, hadn't, we didn't have time to put our Raider gear on. We were like. We didn't come up to the fan cave. We didn't come up to the fan cave. And all of a sudden, we're kicking butt. Yeah. And, and I'm like, okay, what socks do I have on? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm not okay. Are my shoes untied? You know, I'm yeah. not changing anything. Where's the where yeah. the pillows at? Where did I set my drink? Exactly. Like, what, yeah. We may never watch another game up here. Un, un, probably not. The inevitable. It, it's probably gonna. It, I mean, we may lose in like 2026, but until right. then, right. you might as well sell this TV. <laughs> the only TV we're going to watch here in the fan cave is the little one that's over your left shoulder, and that's only because the A's are on tonight. I love the fact that when I was talking, there was a food commercial on. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like Arby's or something. It was like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So we got a victory Monday, to, or Monday, a victory Wednesday to celebrate here in the fan cave. Thank you, God. Victory! That's right, victory! Absolutely, nice. that's uh, the the, uh, the the famous Johnny drama there from the show Entourage. We play that on Mondays with Mikey and Murph, but we didn't play it this week, so I decided to play it here on Raiders Fan Radio. So the other voice that you heard that's coming from the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Desk, and like for three weeks in a row now. What's up, Swag Jeff? Yo! Swag Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. Swag Yeah, consecutive appearances. Like I'm that's, telling that's you. three in a row. Yeah. That's you three might in be, a row. You might be a made guest. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice, there you nice, go. Nice, a nice. made host. A made yeah. host. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, absolutely. So that that's awesome. Welcome. Thank you for coming yeah, back. Yeah, thanks for having Yeah, and thank you to my wife for letting me come play <laughs> once yes. again. Absolutely. Thank you, Miss Chris. We love you. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And uh, in football terms, Jeff, you have certainly outkicked your coverage. I really uh, have. Yeah, I really have. Absolutely. Yes, I have. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, so the, the chat is at it already. Uh oh, what are they doing? Atticus B. Rockin'. Shout them out. Shout them all out. Mark. Khalil Mack, Bernie Mack, Mac and Cheese. It don't matter. <laughs> Crossbone throws in there. Fleetwood Mack. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Ron's in there. Raider Nation. Uh, Raider Ramones in there. Doug Thomas the Third. Pirate nineteen seventy five. Ty Taylor. Q Dogs in there. Who was our first guest of the night, Swaggy J? Remember, remember early on who was the oh, first? Oh, Atticus B. Rockin'. Yeah, yeah he Atticus made B. sure that we all knew Atticus well, yeah. Numero Uno. Awesome. We'll appreciate everybody joining us in the chat. If you want to join in the chat, which is uh, the best thing now about our show, frankly, uh, the chat knows more about football than we do. They're funnier than we are. They're more in touch with things. They become our brain. Like, there's things that will happen during the show, and we'll be like, uh, we don't know, and we'll ask the chat. Like, remember the first week, it was like, who lit the torch? And then, like, immediately, oh, the in chat two was seconds. like, it's yeah. Lincoln Kennedy. And we're oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Much. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, so the chat's great. So if you want to join in on that, please do. You can find us just about every Wednesday night at just about 6.30 or 7 o'clock Central Time. That's 7.30. Watch me do this. Or 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Don't start or doing math. 3.30? Boy, what time is that? In, West in Hawaii? <laughs> Wait, okay. So Pacific Standard Time would be 4.30 or 5 o'clock. Uh, you can find us here at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. And while you're there, please subscribe and please smash the bell, as the kids say. That way you can be notified whenever it is that we go live. And we go live at other times as well. We do all kinds of funky little things, like we'll go live in the car a lot. Uh, we call it RFR is Trippin'. And... If you do like those, and I know there's been a, a handful of those where we've gotten uh, some amazing response, if you like those, 
we're going to have a lot of those coming because the three knuckleheads that are in this studio, along with three other knuckleheads that are already out there on the West Coast, yep. along with a lot, of, a lot of other knuckleheads that we love and we refer to as the made men, we're all going to be together in Oakland in November. And so when we're riding around in the car... We'll flip on the camera. And oh, so, yeah. and so And so, anyway, so, so definitely check it out. YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. You can also find us on any podcast service that's out there. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You name it. If it's got a podcast, we're on it. And you can find it by looking for Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. And please do us a favor and subscribe and rate us there or review us or whatever. Just make sure that you go with the five-star option there and, and, and don't run us under the road if you if you if you don't like us then just you know don't say nothing don't listen to us and don't hit the button like I, that's easy enough right like if you don't like us don't listen to us there's enough people like me hitting the wrong button well, yeah. <laughs> yeah hey it's 2 a.m in london it's 2 a.m in london 2 a.m in london two. and it's five o'clock on the west coast and it's five o'clock in the west Wait, coast can we get some of those clocks Oh, like the multiple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, nice. Like, remember that? They used to have the old, uh, oh, a- any show that's ever been done about about a studio anywhere has yeah. clocks everywhere. Well, yeah. you know, um, is Vegas is not Pacific. It's mountain time, right, isn't it? Is it? I don't uh, know. Yes. Is it that one in? Because it's a small, like, whatever Denver and all that stuff is. It's that mountain time, that funky time zone, isn't it? Chat room will know. Here we go, brain. I don't know. Uh, so- I don't know. They're too busy worried about, wait, did Uncle Moss already <laughs> give us a thumbs down? <laughs> so anyways, but if, but yeah, that would be cool to have a clock, like have an Oakland clock, a Vegas clock. Where like, our peeps are. And then and then an us clock. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, we're on central time here. But uh, anyways, so uh, definitely help support us by subscribing to all those different uh, places. All right. Um, Where's else was I going to go with that? I was going to go somewhere else with that. I don't remember. But anyways, uh, so uh, this, oh, why we're going uh, to Oakland in November. We're going out to attend the Raider game on November 3rd, of course, but we're also going to attend on November 1st the Bolitnikoff right. uh, Crab Fest. And so uh, we are going to give a donation on behalf of you, the Raiders fan radio listening audience, uh, with a goal of 2000 bucks, And then all things look good, like we're going to hit that number. And so we're going to give that away that check at that event. And um, going to be a lot of fun. And so uh, we're, we're pretty much done on the shirts. I got a, You can see the Get Made uh, shirt there that Uncle Mosh is wearing. Uh, it's That was our 2019 shirt. There are literally a handful left like less than i have fingers on my hand left of of shirts and they're big boy sizes like 4x 3x so if you've uh in fact jeff you just looked over there what was there make yeah there was like one schmedium i think left and, and that's already rest, sold yeah and that then the rest and then the rest were the big boys okay so there's yeah. like and there's what maybe six or seven maybe yeah, i don't was, know whatever. Yeah, there was a few double x a few triple x and i think maybe one one or two four x okay so if you're a big guy uh you could still get in on that uh it, it definitely hit us up there you can go to raidersfanradio.com slash t-shirts yes. and get the get made shirt there but other than that we're pretty much sold out yes. uh, we are still taking uh orders at uh, uh raidersfanradio.com slash gear yes. and that's where you can order something custom or you can order like a fred bolitnikoff jersey well, yeah. you can order something cool like what swag's wearing uh, a hat like that yeah uh, uh, any of that kind of stuff, you can order, and uh, just please use our link, and then a portion of those proceeds will go to our uh, fundraising, uh, uh, whatever. What's uh, the word I'm looking for? Fundraising initiative. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The money that. So we're not stopping at two thousand. If we no, go over, no, we 2000, go over, we we're go gonna, over. You know, it yeah. may be two thousand one hundred and sixty-one. Right, right. Two thousand start- ninety dollars and forty-eight cents. We don't. Well, care. frankly, we're starting to run short on time. And, you know, we're yep. less than a month yep. away, and we're not quite there yet. 
And so hopefully we'll make it. If we do fall short, we're close enough now. We're that close enough. We're we'll doing just, it. Oh, yeah, we'll it just, in. Yeah, we'll, we'll just figure it in. out between us. Yeah, yeah. We'll so. sell some of Swaggy J's hats. Hey, so what is that hat? It's backwards. It's just, what are you, what? are you a catcher? What is, what's going on there? What, turn that. Ah, yeah. oh, uh, nice. Nice hat. Nice you hat. Like, you I like that better? I do. I do. Now I can tell what you're wearing. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so, um, so speaking of the Crab Fest, uh, if you didn't get a chance to listen yet, uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to save that because I'm going to give respect to these guys in a minute. Swago, uh, every week you uh, gift us with some cool knowledge about Raider Nation. We always refer our episode number back to something significant uh, with, that has to do with the team. And so what do you got for us this week at 144? Yeah, so at 144 uh, today, we are going to highlight linebacker Rod Martin. Yes. Rod Martin. Uh, Super you, Bowl stud. Well, yeah, yeah. Raider from 77 to 88. Uh, he had 14 career interceptions, and four of them he took to the house. Yes. Yeah, so four pick sixes, 14 interceptions, one, four, four. Nice. Thank you very much. Good Good job, Swaggo. Like it, like it. Good stuff, Jeff. Appreciate that. And we'll see you next week. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry you got to go already. That's all right. All right, so uh, uh, also around here, we give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. Nothing wrong with those things, but, you know, hey, Kind of, we're Italians, and Italians, we, uh, we give each other respect. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. we're going to give a little respect. So, speaking of Italians, speaking of Europe, watch me transition this. Speaking of Europe, let's go all the way to the UK, and let's go to Silver and Black UK. Um, I would like to give a ton of respect to Les Wilkie. And Keith Smith, uh, you know them from Silver and Black UK. You know Keith Smith is the guy that's the Crusader Raider. Uh, he's the one that dresses up like a Crusader uh, at, at many, many Oakland games and also, of course, when they're in London. And we had a chance to interview them yesterday. They are great guys. It was an absolute blast talking to them. It was great to get to hear about the origins of Silver and Black UK, the origins of the Raider Crusader, uh, what they have going on in London this this uh, uh, this Sunday, and and really in all the events leading up to to the London game. Great guys and, and a great opportunity to, to talk to them. And I just want to thank them uh, for, for joining us here on Raiders Fan Radio. And also, something that came out in that interview, Mosh, is that there's going to be like a contingent of like 20 of them that are not only going to be at the Raider game, they're going to be at the Crab Fest. At our, oh, our yeah. that we're going to? Yeah. Nice. So oh, we're that's gonna, awesome. So we're going to get a chance to meet a lot of these folks in person. And he was telling me that, like, they do, and they do this every year. So they go out there, and what they do on their tables, they got, like, Union Jack flags and all their silver and black UK stuff, whatever. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll party and drink some beers. And, all, and I'm like, I want to sit next to you guys. Well, like, yeah. I know. So I hope our table is close to them because you know they're going to have a rip-roaring good time, man. Oh, so, yeah, for and, sure. And they also, they do, you know, because they sell – you know, all their, their events throughout the sure, course sure, of the week sure. up. They do a ghost walk and they do a brunch and they do all this stuff. Well, all the proceeds that they make from that, they donate to the Blitikoff Foundation. So they're oh, there to donate just like cool. what we're going to do. It's way cool. So tons of respect to those guys. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you very much. All right. Um, next up, uh, Uncle Mosh. You want to? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll drop the name on you here, but uh, we want to give respect to a guy for really many, many different reasons, and, and we lost him way too soon. Uh, but Steve Sable of NFL Films, his dad, Ed, is the proprietor of NFL Films, and Steve really took the reins and, and really created what NFL Films is today. The reason we want to uh, celebrate him is that October 2nd would have been his birthday, and he passed away in like 2012 or something. It would have been today. 
would have been yeah today, today. would have been Steve's yeah. birthday yeah and um, if you don't know Raider Nation he's the one that penned the autumn wind he wrote the the autumn wind the 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 um, the the verse and then famously John Facenda recited it we don't play the autumn wind a lot on the show because it can be a little bit of an overdone trope at times especially in the podcast game you know so we don't play it but we're gonna play it in a minute. Uh, because it's look, it's synonymous with being a Raider and a Raider fan, and it still uh, gives, gives me chills at times uh, when I hear it. But Mosh, tell, tell us a little so, bit about Steve. Steve was a, he was an American filmmaker, and at one time he was the president and one of the founders of NFL Films. So people don't realize that that, yeah. that you know because they they associate him with the Raider legacy, but it goes beyond the Raiders. It was it was NFL Films in general. He and his dad. Uh, Ed had started that. So he began working with NFL Films as a cameraman, working for his dad. Uh, he did that, I mean, a long, long time ago. So after he graduated, he started doing working in the film industry, and his father got the rights in 1962 to the, the, that NFL championship game. And it just it ah. took off from there. Uh, he was, he, of course, we all know him as the guy that penned the poem, The Autumn Wind. Uh, and it was, you know, later on, it was, it, it was done for an NFL film. It wasn't done as a Raider promo. Ah, the, a lot of people think it was done yeah. as a Raider promo. No, it was done as one of the NFL films. Ah, so that's the coolest thing about it. Yeah. It was, you know, the, the question came up earlier, why, do, why does everybody hate the Raiders? Well... You know, because cool stuff happens to us. <laughs> yeah. You know, because uh, why did everybody love Steve Austin? You know, right, right, they, right, they, yeah. they hated him in the office and they loved him in the stands. And that's kind of how there we are. Go, yeah. They hate us in the office, but they love us in the stands. Awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we're going to play the autumn wind. You know, we just want to celebrate Steve. And, you know, Steve was a visionary, man. He was the guy that really brought really the cinematography and the, the concept of movie to football. He would, he would famously say that, like, you know, baseball is all about geometry and basketball is all about armpits. He's like, you watch a basketball game, all you do is right, see right, people's right. armpits. He goes, but when you watch a football game, you see the jerseys, you see the colors. You he see won the 35 Emmys. Oh, my gosh. 35. They did, a, they did an expose on him on 60 Minutes. Really? I mean, this guy was this guy was mainstream, man. That's awesome. He was that mainstream. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that that's is awesome. really cool. Yeah, he was, very, he very was an cool. amazing so, guy. Absolute visionary, and of course, so again, here in Raider World, he's most famous for this. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. 
All right, there it is, Yacht and Wind, man. That's such just an, an amazing, oh, yeah. amazing piece of, of, of audio there. And, uh, yeah, so great, great stuff. All right, so, gentlemen, we've had this relationship now for, what, about six weeks now with the MyBookie folks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, watch football, of course. Game-winning touchdowns, two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines like Josh Jacobs with no one to stop him. There's nothing else like the NFL, and there's no better way to make the games more exciting than to bet on them. So do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. Don't forget, when you're betting, it's just as important as who you're betting on, and mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where I play, and you should too. And let me tell you, it's the absolute truth. So Masha and I were joking. We had this this great football Sunday this last week, completely unexpected on the couch downstairs. Well, we never watch football. We always watch it up here in the fan cave. Uh, and I went ahead and emptied my MyBookie account. I bet <laughs> every dime I had in my MyBookie account. And I won a whole bunch of money back. <laughs> I, made, I made bets on absolutely everything, including the Raiders. And I bet on the Raiders on the money line, which paid two to one. So I got paid on the Raiders Double of what? So I bet fifty bucks and I got paid a hundred bucks. And, and tell it. them how cool it was when we were sitting there watching the game and I go check your bets, check your bets, and it was instantaneous. Yes, remember it was like even before I think it was before that interception. It was right at it. It was right at the right interception. at the interception. It automatically paid. So my bookie is absolutely on top of it. Uh, I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Uh, so do the smart thing if you're gonna bet this football season. Bet with my bookie. And if you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. That's what I did. Use promo code Cave to activate that offer. So go. Go in there, use your promo code C-A-V-E, that's CAVE, and they will double your money. So if you put in 100, they'll give you 200. You put in 500, they'll give you 1,000. Go to mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. <laughs> victory! Yeah, baby! Nice. It is Victory Wednesday. What an absolutely, uh, just a blast this football game was this past Sunday. Uh, Mosh, 
Give me some just some overall thoughts, maybe some standouts. What is your your initial reaction to the game? We played like a team. Yes. We played like a team. We played like a team on offense. We played like a team on defense. I love the fact that how many guys – I don't have the stats in front of me. How many different guys caught the ball for us? Oh, remember there was yeah. that one stat at one point during the game was like seven different receivers. Was it, was or something? that what it yeah. was? Crazy yeah. well, something like Ke- that. And, and Keelan Doss got his first uh, first yes. stat, Yes, we love that. We were yeah. screaming yeah. and yelling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were. So that, that, was, that was my takeaway. My takeaway was I, I love the fact that we, it, we finally came together. Uh, okay, it wasn't it wasn't one of the best teams in the league. It wasn't a Kansas City. It wasn't it wasn't the the debacle that it was the week before that. But we looked good. We looked, looked like good. a we looked like a team that that was fun to watch. It was a great Sunday. There was so many good games on. Oh and, yeah, and ours was leading the pack. Yeah, man. it was awesome. Oh man, if only Detroit could have finished off KC. Oh, that, that was, was, that was yeah. brutal. That was brutal. But it really was a such a fun football Sunday, and it was just a really super fun game to considering how kind of boring the Vikings game right, was. Right. This was an exciting, fun football game. Swagger, yeah, what'd you, yeah, what'd you it think? Was, it was night and day. It was night and day between those two games. It just, it really did. It seemed like two different teams came out. I mean, th- this week, the boys came out ready to play. You know, we played as a team, and I have one word for you. What's that? Max. <laughs> Mad Max Crosby. Serious. Max. The guy is a stud. He was balling out. He- and, and it's so funny because because we have a little group chat that we do with, with some of the made men. And and Aaron the Q Dog Raider has always said, uh, Matt, dude, Crosby is better than Key. Dude, Crosby he went better than Key. He went Q Stradamus on this oh, one. Oh, big time, big time! Because this guy, I mean, he can do it all. Yes, I mean it's it's unbelievable. He now, Mosh, you and I were even talking about this during the yep, game. Yep. Aaron for a long time has been saying, "You guys watch Max Crosby's going to outshine Arden Key," and I. And I'm going, no way, come on. Now, Keys, because they're, if you look at like their skill sets, their body types, like they're very similar players. Right, right. Yeah, sure. Whoa. But all of a sudden, here comes Max batting down passes, causing yeah. fumbles. Both hands. Wreaking hat. Broken hand. Yeah. The healed hand. Yeah. Good hand, bad hand. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it, and it seemed like whenever he would make a play, he would get more confidence. His confidence yes. built throughout the game. And he just, and I mean, he just no he balled out more and more and more. No doubt. Well, we're going to get to a lot of that. I'm glad you brought that up, Jeff, because we're going to get to a lot of talk about the defense and especially Max Crosby. We got some great breakdowns on on what he's doing and how he's becoming so effective. Uh, first, let's go to the other side of the ball. Let's go to the offensive side of the ball and listen to the three offensive scoring plays. Good time with the texture. And the throw, and he's got him. Waller. After an 18-yard touchdown pass, it's an end around. It goes off to Trevor Davis with a blocker ahead. Yes. He's got Miller. He got a block from Waller, and he's going to take go. it in for the touchdown. <laughs> Blocked by Miller at the left tackle to the end zone. Caught for a touchdown. Tyrell Williams. Yeah, so that was so fun. So that end around was just an or reverse, whatever the heck it was. It was such a blast to watch. And Waller and Colton Miller leading the way downfield. Look at but when we were watching the game, Mosh goes, Look at 74! Look at 74! <laughs> oh, yeah. Like before the play ever even scored, you just got so excited to see the big man downfield. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yep, I, I loved was, it. I was watching that play at home and I woke up my son from a nap. <laughs> my nap isn't quite or my, my son isn't quite a year old and, and oh, yeah, no. he, he was he was crying upstairs after that play. Oh my god. <laughs> but, but it was cool. You played that uh you played the clip of Tyrell Williams touchdown grab. And that put him, he, he's tied for first in the league. How about that? He's tied for first in the league in touchdown receptions. And the way they have it listed, 
He's ahead of a guy that used to wear 89 on this team. Uh huh. Who is name, that? Uh-huh. We don't say his name. We don't say yeah. his name. Yeah. 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 I never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, so speaking of being downfield, you know, uh, Colton Miller and Darren Waller, Mosh, you know, I love me some mic'd up. I yeah, love yeah, the yeah, mic'd yeah. up it's, clips. It's our favorite. Waller was mic'd up this week, so we've got his mic'd up to play. And when you listen to this, uh, you know, as I, I say every time we play these, you hear the violence of the of the contact. You're the violence of the sport, the speed of the sport. It's so good to listen to. And I didn't realize how much blocking and how well. He blocks. A lot of these clips, when you go back and watch the video of it, he's wrecking people in terms of blocking. Waller like, is, yeah. Yeah, like not as he a great pass catcher, but this guy can block downfield. Shout out Waller. to the fans, man. Shout out to my parents especially. Shout out to my trainer, Quay Mack, route master in the building. Shout out to Raider Nation, always. If it's ever a time to turn it up. We got to put a whole game together. If it's ever a time to turn it up. So much fun. Yeah, it's it's oh. so cool. And it, it's he's another guy. You know, we just talked about Max Crosby, but he's another guy that I feel like his confidence is just building. Yes. And you see, yes. I mean, yes. you're right, every Jeff. Every week, week. Yeah. he just he's 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 got he's got a little more swag to him. Every yeah. week, you know, you yeah. see him popping up after big plays and and celebrating and doing yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I follow yeah. him on social media. He's I mean, he's really like Is he a good follow? He, yeah, yeah, man. He's getting better and better every week because, <laughs> you know, because of all this. But uh yeah, it's 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 good stuff, man. And he's kind of become he's kind of become to me it seems like he's he's uh Carr's favorite target. Oh yeah. You know, oh, he's he, our leading receiver. Yeah, yeah I mean, right? he's just I don't have the stats in front well, of me, yeah, but I'm, I would say I'm pretty so. sure and he's only at one of a handful of tight ends that's leading their teams and yeah. respectively right, in receiving. Right. So but in I terms mean, of receptions. It's become, yeah. I mean, he's almost becoming Mr. Automatic. I mean, yeah. Carr's throwing the ball his way. I mean, nine times out of ten, he's snagging that. I mean, you know, it and he went to him on a lot of third and mid range, you know, kind Yeah, of plays. absolutely. So he's he's becoming a sure thing and I dig it. Absolutely. He's great. You know, and you know, we're not in the business of telling you that we told you so, but you know, Mosh and I, 
How long we were talking well, about this guy for? From, well, yeah. uh, from the beginning. Then, we just like because we thought his grandfather was cool, yeah, and just you know, we just always said like things out there. I mean, you know, whatever. We just, just not to bring up old stuff, but you can go back saying. to last year. and We were talking about this guy before he became what he is. Before he is now. Yeah. You guys aren't just, tooting your own horns, are you? No, no, no. Hey, we're all about hey, humility. And, hey, and, uh, it's yeah, a family show. Staying in our lane over here. <laughs> we're trying to we try to bring attention to the once in you know nine hundred were right. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> all right, so but hey, you know. As exciting as that Trevor Davis play was, the one that really got me jumping oh, around the room, yeah. man, was 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 uh, Eric Harris in this pick six. Oh, that's picked off! Here goes Harris, and there go the Colts. <laughs> that was awesome. That, that was awesome. On the first interception of the season by the Oakland defense. What a play! So. When was our last pick six? What a play! Chat room would know. Chat room might know. Yeah. I have, no I, know swag. I have no idea. It was before I became a fan. <laughs> Just keep an eye on Harris. He's right here, okay? What happens is, is they're going to run the tight end across the field. He starts across the field, and then he fools the quarterback. The quarterback thinks he's got the coverage on Doyle, and he falls off. All right, so uh, great play there by Eric Harris. To answer your question, the first one that flashed into my mind was was when Mac picked off Cam Newton on like the three yard line or five yard line or whatever it was and trotted into the end zone. That was a pick six. That would have been twenty sixteen year, I think. I don't know, but I'm sure there was one since then. Crossbones says it was Conley last year. Oh, there you go. Oh, we played the Browns. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you, uh, Raider from Rosa. Uh, appreciate that. See, the, the chat nice. is smarter than we are. The chat rocks. Nice. Thank you. Guys. Um, yeah, so great stuff there, Eric Harris, man. Way to seal up the game. Uh, you know, there's a reason that the Raiders didn't go out and make a push for another safety when Abram went down. Right, they right. felt the coaches and 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 GM Mike Mayock felt pretty confident in the safeties that we had. Yeah. And when you look at what Joseph and Harris did together last week, yeah, ooh, they were legit. And yep. look, now I know that uh, you know that's not the best quarterback. It's not the best receiving crew. T. Y. Hilton was out. I get it. Keeping in perspective, but. I think the theme of this team so far is that we're beating teams we should beat. Yes. And we're struggling against teams that, frankly, we would expected us to struggle against so far this year. Yeah. But we've, we've won the two games we should have won this year. So, Right. But, you know? but the, the, to me, what, what kind of stands out to me is that the secondary, what, regardless of whether we were playing a good team or a bad team, we were in the right place. We were in position. I mean, I saw a couple plays. I mean, the play that, uh, that uh, Joyner almost picked off. I mean, oh my he gosh! Was in, yes. Just in the yeah, right yeah, spot, yeah, yeah. You know? Good call. That yeah. could, I mean, because that was a pivotal moment in the game. That was early in the game. They, they were driving, and the drive stopped. It stalled you know, after you, that. You're right, Swag. And I can't tell you how many times Murph and I were sitting here and we're going, "Man, when if when we start when we start bringing these balls in that we're deflecting, yes. that we're knocking out of the oh way." Oh my gosh! How many passes I mean, got batted up in the air, man? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good call. Very good call. And you know, and you're right, because you look back at that Kansas City game, a lot of people were out of position. Exactly. So there was definitely, there's been some coaching going on, and, and uh, very well done. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and listen to the players on the field uh, post-game. Hey, Raider Nation, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Hey, y'all hang in there with us. Hey, London, here we come, baby. Let's go. Here we come. So this is, let me set this up, Mosh, and you you brought made mention of this not long ago to me. I need to do a better job of explaining who this So this is Eric Harris. This is Max Crosby. This is Josh Jacobs. That's who we're going to hear from okay. here on field. LaMarcus Joyner. First one on the road, road trip. We got to keep it going. 
Hey, we got to keep it going, get another one next week. Raider Nation, let's go. Man, happy to be on Raider Nation. Score my first touchdown as an Oakland Raider. Feels surreal, and uh, I'm happy to get more of these soon. Trevor Davis. Hey, Raider Nation, stand up. Stand up. Big dub, let's go. We're going to London. Man, shout out Raider Nation, man. We went out here and got another dub. On the fight to London next. Chicago next. Let's get it. Hey, Raider Nation, baby. We're going to do this strong, baby. I love it. I love it. I love their their initial response from the players on the field. It's, they're starting this new thing now where they're they're basically doing like little selfie videos on their way off the field uh, after after the game. It's it's fantastic. So all right. So the hero there, as I mentioned there at the end of the game on defense was was uh, I keep wanting to call him Dwayne Harris, Eric Harris with the with the pick six, and let's hear him in the locker room post game. You know, I kind of just played back, recognize the formation that they kind of gave us early in the uh, early that uh, in the game, and uh, just kind of made a play right at the quarterback's eyes and made a play on the ball. What's the emotion? It's kind of surreal. It's kind of it was kind of weird to be honest because there was nobody in front of me. I'm like, is this for real life? Is this happening? Should I stop running? Like, so I scored the touchdown. And then obviously, um, I'm more upset that I gave up the touchdown. You know, with the possibility to put my defense back out there. I know I, I know we would have lived up to the challenge and everything, but to even have that opportunity to put them back out there in that situation. So I'm gonna grow from that. I'm gonna learn from that. Uh, secure the tackle. Get the guy down. On that pick six, how big were your eyes when that ball was coming in on you? You know, it was kind of like a few guys in the locker room had said stuff like before the game, like you're going to get picked, this and that. And like, you're like, okay, okay. So, you know, it's been there before. It doesn't happen. And so, like, it was just when the ball came, I was like, make the play, just catch it. Just catch it, yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> I love that. He's like, just catch it. Just, just catch it. And how, how sweet was it that our first pick of the year, man, uh, goes back for six? Oh, man. yeah. So, know, right? Right. right. So sweet. All right, let's, uh, let's check in with uh, Coach John Gruden postgame. It's like to say that was a great win for us uh, against a very good team on the road. And uh, I'd be happy to answer any questions that I can. Well, we have some good players. Let's start right there. We're, you know, we have good players that came to play today. And uh, I, I give our guys credit. Indianapolis, uh, they blitzed a lot throughout the game, which was uncommon for them. And um, we had to hang on to win. But um, it was a combination of our guys playing well and uh, taking advantage of the opportunities that they had. I don't know. I mean, you know, we're, we're a long way away. We're building our team. We got a lot of young guys playing. You know, we lost our right guard probably for the season today. Trent Brown disappeared. Our Z receiver uh, is a guy I just met, uh, Trevor Davis. Uh, I'm not kidding you. Perfect left the game. We had to go to a fullback on fourth down. Uh, it's, it's just a bunch of guys that are, um, you, know, you know, playing hard. Well, it was for J.J. Nelson, honestly. And um, J.J. was a scratch. He showed up here today, couldn't go. Very disappointed in that. But the kid came in there and um, not only uh, scored a touchdown today, but he made some plays for us uh, that didn't show up on a stat sheet. All right, hey, Swago. So when you and I went and toured the draft stage during its construction, yes, uh, it, this is on the heels of Gruden's comments there about perfect is oh, where, right, where, right. Where, where I'm headed with this. Yeah. Excuse me. So not long after we acquired Vontez Perfect, uh, Jeff and I were downtown. We were we were touring the draft stage, which yes. was really cool. Oh, amazing! And one of the security guys was down there, and I noticed that he had a Bengals logo tattooed on the inside of his forearm. Yeah. And I said, "Hey, man!" And I and I didn't have a chance to pull the audio, but paraphrase it. I said, "Hey, man!" I go, I go, uh, you know, what do you think about Vontez Perfect? I said, "We're big yeah. Raider fans. Yeah. Tell us about Vontez Perfect." And Jeff. What did he tell us? Yeah, well, we we walked up to him and said, hey, man, thanks for Vontez Perfect, you know, whatever, whatever, what do you think about him? And he goes, well, he ain't going to play much. 
He's either going to get fined or suspended. And, <laughs> uh-huh. I, unfor- really yeah. 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 Unfortunately, that guy kind of called it. I'll, I'll, I'll pull that audio yeah, while we're we sitting here. We're looking. But tell us a little bit about what I thought Derek Carr had a nice leadership moment uh, in, in terms of uh, how he responded to this. You know, you heard Gruden's comments were basically like, you know, I don't want to get into it. It's, you know, we're going to move past it quickly. Uh, you know, he's pissed off. He lets the league know that he's pissed off. But I thought Derek, look, one of the things about Derek that he could never criticize him on is the quality of his leadership. He is an absolute leader of this team, and he's also not the kind of guy that pushes back. Yeah. He's pushing back a little bit on this one, and he's also being a leader while doing it. What a, do you have to a say? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, he had nothing but good things to say about Burvick. You know, he's just, he's a genuine, awesome guy. You know, obviously he's a captain. You know, it, it hurts that he's not going to be out there. But, you know, I mean, he kind of called out the NFL a little bit and said, hey, look, this guy was kind of going down already and so you're gonna hit the guy a little bit higher than expected and you know perfect obviously he's he's had the history of you know the the legal hits and all that stuff but you know cars kind of came to his his defense a little bit and said you know cut this guy a little bit of slack you know the guy was going down already, was halfway down, and Burfick was already, you know, he had already launched himself for a hit. So yeah, I mean it was a little higher than usual, but you know I, I mean obviously you can see he doesn't agree with it. No, absolutely not. And I thought it was important. You know, the way that he handled it, I thought was very fair. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and again, for, for Derek Carr is not the kind of guy to push back at all. So even that little bit that he did, like that, that, yeah. that, that rings. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a lot for him. Yeah, it's a lot for him. All right, so I think I found it here. So I'm just going to hit this button here and see if this works. Go for it. That is too cool. How's it going? Hey, how close can we walk up in there? This is it. <laughs> well, we're at it. We're at it. Huh? We ain't supposed to let that go past that. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Guy. We That's just want to show some of the folks from our radio show what, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what, what was Raiders, going on. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Are you a Titans fan? No, I'm a Bengals fan. Bengals fan? Bengals. Wow. Well, he's got, at least you got the, uh, the, the, the ink to prove it. I appreciate there you go. that. There you go. Uh, here we go. Come on. All right. Well, this is good stuff, man. Good stuff. That's us touring around. All right. There, there you are, Raider Nation. I think that's pretty much it. Jeff, you got anything for the for folks for oh, man? Get out of here. Hey, no. I thought no, we asked no. the guy. Oh, here it is. Playing that much? Why? There it is. him as a player. He ain't going to be playing that much. <laughs> He's not going to be playing that much? Why? He's going to get some type of fame. <laughs> He's going to get suspended? Suspended. Thank y'all for taking it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Okay. Straight from Bagel stand right there. How about that? There you That's go. Funny. A dude called that a mile away. Yeah. Security guard Stradamus. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and uh, let's let's check in with the quarterback. Uh, this is post game. This isn't the perfect comments. This is right after the game in Indy. Um, you know, I think that uh, we. I mean, well, we finished our drives right. We converted our third downs. We, uh, you know, we were efficient running the football. We protected. It was. Guys are winning on their routes. Everyone did their job. And when everyone does their job, we can score points. So um, I credit it to a lot of things. Oh, man, I'm sure he was super pumped, you know. Um, uh, you know, he did a great job. Him and JJ were splitting that play all week. So I guess they rock, paper, scissored uh, to see if who was going to play but um, and got it. But I'm happy for him. It was awesome. Such a big play. So uh, I know he was pumped. Oh, we can always improve, win or lose, you know, there. Again, there's so many things that happen in a game. You, you hear all the time, it's all about the details. And we'll watch the film. There's a couple plays that should have been even bigger plays, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, certain coverages they played, certain things, certain looks. Um, there, there's a lot of meat on that bone out there. You know, that uh, we felt bad as an offense for our defense. We shouldn't have, you know, had it that close for them. 
is huge. You know, that's the main thing we said on the sideline. We got to go get points. Um, you know, we have to go get points. We got to, you know, when you can take the clock away, awesome. You know, and we, we were able to do that. And that, that happens by, you know, finishing drives, finishing on third down, finishing on a, a fourth and, was it fourth and one and a half? <laughs> it was a long fourth and one, right? <laughs> um, you know, that was, uh, that was a big time. There's a whole bunch of big time plays in there, but uh, had a lot of, a lot of long drives. A lot of sustained drives, and it happens when everyone's just on on doing their assignment. Everyone's on the same page, and that's what can happen. Um, Mosh, so you uh, speaking there too uh, about the length of that drive. So there was a it was nine minutes sixty five yards. Yeah, is that is it? You know, um, again, I'm not I'm not trying to. This is not look. Hey, we were right, but a little bit. Last week we talked a lot about the West Coast offense, and we talked about how the West Coast offense works. When you saw the first drive of this game, we threw short passes to spread out the defense. Yes. We ran with Josh Jacobs, and then we hit a chunk play to Foster Moreau in the corner of the end zone. On this drive, nine minutes, 65 yards, spread out the defense, ran Josh Jacobs, hit chunk play. Like, that's exactly what we were talking about last yes. week. When it's working, that's what it looks like. And when when... when we were watching that game. You're like, in the middle of that drive, you're like, this is freaking awesome. Like, they were milking the clock. They're getting, I mean, converting first. Like, that was, was that the most impressive drive of the year so it, far? For me, what I was seeing is like, uh, it's it was testimony. It was, ah, it, it, okay. as, as I'm watching it, I'm going, okay, Gruden, we've all known that he listens to the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but for them yeah, to does. actually put into play, the the game plan that you scripted out for him, <laughs> what I mean, go back and listen to last week's show, yes. and you told them exactly what to do. That, yeah. uh, that yeah. opening I mean, drive was th- dead that on. That opening man. drive was amazing. Was dead on. And yeah. Then, and, and I mean, what, but that's the concept, and it's not. And look, and that's not you know me sitting up here going, look, see, I told you that really. It's just look if you understand what the West Coast offense is. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And, and yeah. so when you play a team like Minnesota that has a killer defense and knows that's what you're doing and can outplay you position to position and outmatch up you and all that stuff, then you lose and, and it doesn't look and, good. And the key phrase that you just said is matchups. We yes. had the matchups for our game plan. Yes. yes. We had we had the guys that could that could put on the speed when they wanted the speed. They could juke, they could they could get people open. I mean, it was there and it yep. worked. It kept working for us. Yes. You know, wh- why change it if it's working? That's right. You know? Absolutely. And and so so last week you know, and maybe shame on me a little bit, but I wasn't super familiar with the West Coast offense. I've never been a part of a team that ran the West Coast right. offense. Yeah. And so I didn't really know a whole lot about it. But so I was actually watching for it, and to see it executed the way that it is, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool it's to cool, see man. it work the right way. That's it. Is that when it works, it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. And you do get exciting plays, clearly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just dink and dunk all game long, but you got it. It's it. There's a progression. Like a 56 yard run. Oh my god. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Well, hey, when he hit Foster Moreau for that oh first my touchdown, gosh. Oh. that was like, well, they all work. So I was just, this is just a fun game. Just a fun game. All right, so I'd uh, go all the way back to Swaggo's original comments about Max Crosby. Max, so much fun to watch that him play in this game. Uh, would you guys call this a breakout game? Ooh. Was it that good? No. Uh, I wouldn't. I, if you want to talk about a breakout game, you want to talk about a game that that sends a message. That's going to be our opening game. 
That's going to be our. That was that was our game against oh, oh, Denver. Oh, oh, okay. For me, it, it, with that, that the, term breakout game, that that sent a message. Have we seen a player for the Raiders break out yet? Then. Oh yeah, we've seen a couple of them. We, I mean, we've like 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 Swaggy said, we've seen Waller in you know oh, in, in you four go. games. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah, seen, yeah. Uh, but a, was this a breakout game for individuals? Max Crosby. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so it was then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, he had the forced fumble. You know, he had all the swatted passes and stuff. Yeah, I mean, what do you it, have two or three. Two, yeah, two, he had three. Two, yeah, I think it was three. I, they'll they'll correct us, but I I know oh, yeah. there was Tell one. Us, I there think, was I think it yeah I think it was three, and he had the the forced fumble and all that. Yeah, I mean and I mean you got to think and I mean, highly disruptive at the line, like yeah. highly disruptive, uh, not just in the bad of passes, yeah, but well, getting to the quarterback. They weren't closing. They weren't finishing with sacks, and that's been the knock on Arden Key is that we're not finishing those things off. But gosh, you just feel like we're so close. Right, exactly. So you know, so so this kind of this whole season, you know, it's kind of been. You know, I think it's probably been just a private battle between Arden Key and Max Crosby. Who's going to win that job? Who's going to Who's going to win it? And Max Crosby, I think this game, I think he won it. I think he won it. Well, and I like see he was playing inside. Yes. You know what I mean? That's the other thing is that it was like, oh, he's only going to be able to play on the edge. He's only going to and look at he was kicking inside. Disruptive yeah. crap, man. Absolutely. So really yep. really good stuff. Running Bear says it was 2 for Max and 3 for Worley. Okay. Two so, for Max yeah, and three for work. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good deal. Appreciate that. All right. Well, let's go ahead and check in with uh, with Mad Max Crosby post game. I felt good. You know, um, we got a big win, so that's all that matters. Do you pride yourself on your hands up and making plays in the ball? Is that something you always been good at? Um. Yeah. You know, we we got to affect the way in any way possible. If we're not getting sacks, um, we got to get hits on them, got to bat balls and stuff like that. So you know, I feel like we started getting more and more pressure as the game went on, and um, yeah, I feel like we did well. All right, I'm going to cut it there. He, he goes on for, for, for quite a bit, though, but we're starting to get short on time, and we've got a lot more to get to. Um, but to keep on the, the, the same theme, though, of, of how well he played, you know, we're just three fans. Uh, you know, we're, we're uh, amateur coaches in terms of football, in terms of Mosh's uh, uh, life. He's been a career and a professional coach at, at numerous times in his life. But uh, we basically we view these things as fans, and so we see the same things that you do. But there are some people that do this stuff for a living in the NFL. And a former player and, and an excellent analyst is uh, Brian Baldinger. And I've brought up his Baldy's breakdowns before on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he did an awesome one on the Raiders this week on their defense. So we got two for you on Max Crosby and then one on Carl Joseph. Listen to how – now, again, this is a professional – analyst a former athlete someone that's clearly passionate about the game and is so incredibly well versed about the game listen to the excitement in him and he's not a raider fan he doesn't get excited about teams like the team that like we do because we're fans listen to how fired up he gets watching max crosby was drafted three defensive ends with their nine picks this max crosby showed up on sunday this is how you play the game you take jack doyle and you just <laughs> toss him and then you take down Nine-Nine Hines, violently. Watch this guy. This is how you attack a tight end. All these guys at the end of the line of scrimmage, just get rid of the trash. This is how you attack tight ends. You don't let them get in the You just let them get in the way. You just take tight ends on a two-point stance and you just trash them. That <laughs> is an incredible play by Max Crosby. I love That's it. how the game is played. What now you shut down the road? The Colts rushing attack, you play with a violent frame of mind. And that Max Crosby, yeah, that guy deserves a lot of attention. 
All right, good stuff there, Baldinger. Love let's, it. Let's get to him one more. Effort is something everybody can control. Let's watch number 98 for the Raiders, Max Crosby, on this jailbreak screen. He recognizes it, and now he turns and he runs. Now let's just watch this effort here and see what he does on this play as Paris Campbell is doing what Paris Campbell is capable of doing, taking a little hitch and taking it to the house, except Max Crosby punches it out, and Carl Joseph is there to fall on it. Is this a brand-new level of Raiders football that we haven't seen? Come on. In how long? Yes. I mean, that's just effort, Max. That's how you play the game. You control the screens. You control the plays. I mean, just watch this thing in real time now. Let's just watch this. Max Crosby. Recognition. Now go chase. And don't stop chasing. And punch it out. Like popping balloons. Love it. That's The Raiders won that game. They made the plays. That's a fantastic effort by Max Crosby. Man, you don't hear analysts get fired up over players like yeah. that very often, man. That's legit. That's awesome. And that's, that's again, that's a pro breaking down film right there, guys. And so he, he, there's a lot of good uh, going on with the Raiders' defense and especially Max Crosby this last week. All right, one more. Uh, he breaks down Eric Harris and Carl Joseph working together in the secondary. This play, specifically by safety Carl Joseph, a mountaineer. But watch this play. Colts down 21-7 in the second quarter. They're going to take a shot to Paris Campbell, who's just going to run this speedo route, and he's going to let that 4-4 speed just fly. Now, watch Carl Joseph here. He's a half-field safety now. He's in his backpedal. Look how long he stays in his backpedal. If this number two receiver goes out, he's got to stay on top of it. But when he sees the ball in the air, watch him flip the hips. Now, watch him make a break. The right angle here to Campbell. This ball's in the air, 72 yards. They're going for the big strike to the rookie receiver. Watch how they close that. Eric Harris, along with Carl Joseph. You can't play that deep ball any better than what Carl Joseph just did and the way that Harris squeezed it. That's an excellent play by the Raiders secondary. All right, good stuff there. So, I, you know, Carl Joseph had a big question mark coming into this season, uh, and especially after Abram went out. And so far, he's, uh, he's answered the call. And, and uh, oops, we just had everything blink out and die on us there. Oop, there. You're back. Okay, whoa, that was interesting. And we're back. And we're back. That was interesting. Okay, all right. So, uh, all right, next up, let's hear uh, one more thing before we move on to the next uh, segment. We're going to hear our buddy uh, Nate Burleson on uh, Good Morning Football. You know I love me some good morning football, and uh, he had a chance to uh, go on there and kind of rhapsodize about the Raiders, and most specifically, Derek Carr. Who? Derek Carr, you freaking haters. Quit hating our quarterback. All right, uh, for me, I'll be quick. Uh, That dude is Derek Carr. I know we don't talk about him enough on this show, but right now the Raiders are sitting at 2-2. They went in 1-2, facing the 2-1 Colts. In Indianapolis, and Derek Carr went out there and lit it up. He was 21 for 31, two touchdowns. More importantly, as I like to point out, zero interceptions. And he led them to a 21-point first half. That's the most points scored in the first half over the last two years. So obviously they caught some type of rhythm. And what I love about this is as much as we can criticize Derek Carr, because we will and we have, and the way the game goes, we're going to again. When he is playing well, I want to shout him out. This was a tough game because 
I picked the Colts in this one. I thought that Brissett sure. and the Colts were yeah. playing at a high level. And Derek Carr said, all right, wait a minute. With everything that this team has had to deal with, and that's Antonio Brown included, for them yeah. to sit at 2-2 two and two right now, coming off a win at the quarter mark of the season, if you're an Oakland Raiders fan, you got to be patting yourself on the back saying we're just fine. It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders Fan Radio. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raider Nation, we're going to move on to the next segment here. We're going to get into some trivia, but first... You heard the uh, the disembodied vo- uh, the laughter of Uncle Mosh. So that only means that something fun is going on in the chat room. So, Uncle Mosh, please tell us what's going on in the chat. Shout him out. Ron. What Ron do? Everybody's there. Q's there. Crossbones is there. Ron's there. Uh, uh, Cass Moore is there. Hardcore Raiders there. And Ron goes, I'm going as Google Voice for Halloween this year. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> nice. He's just going to walk around the streets and kidnap people. Right? Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good to see everybody there in the oh chat room. Good gosh. to see Cass. Go sell something, man. What are you doing right well, now? Well, yeah. What, what are you be, doing, man? You got Salesforce entries to do. <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> so all right. So, uh, you know, so this week the Raiders are playing at, uh, at, at London, Mosh. We got a home game. In London against the Chicago Bears, uh, against that number fifty-two and, and all the rest of them, and you know they got a rookie quarterback that's going to be starting. We're going to get into the to a little bit of the outlook versus the Bears, but before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about the venue. Let's talk a little bit about the the, the city uh, and the fact that we're playing overseas once again, back in the UK, and. Uh, this week, AJ Cole, our punter, who I'm starting to like, this guy's kind of funny. Uh, he's hey, when you're a punter, you got to have personality. Hey, man, right, right. <laughs> so he's pretty cool. He's got some good personality, and he and he's playing really well too, which which certainly helps. Anyway, so uh, he was on with, and I always for, I can't pronounce her last name. It's a very Greek name. Nicole's her first name. You know what I'm talking about, Jeff? Um, gosh. I'll look, I'll find it and I'll I'll, I'll butcher her last okay. name by trying to pronounce it. But anyways, she's interviewing him and they do UK trivia. Okay. Okay. And nice. AJ fails miserably. It's pretty funny. Week five, we're heading across the pond, so we're gonna give you some London trivia. Are these rock bands from the U.S. or England? The Police. U.S. No. Wow, we're off to a rough start. The Who. UK. Nice. Are these towns in the U.S. or England? Bessemer. U.S. Stonehouse. Stonehouse, U.S. No. no. Duxbury. U.K. No. I need to know these states. There's no <laughs> way there's Duxbury in the United States. Can someone states. get them the states? All right. When did London host the Olympic Games? 2008 was Beijing, so 2012 was London. What is a common nickname for the British flag? A. The English Cross. No. B the Union Jack. Yeah. C, the Britain Jack. Hey. No. no. English cross. Union Jack. Yeah, the Union Jack, that's what I Yeah. <laughs> Name five English celebrities. All four members of the Beatles, <laughs> David Beckham. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. They recovered well there at the end. I thought that was pretty nice. funny. Yeah, all four members of the Beatles and David Beckham. All right, so uh, so AJ Cole failing at, at uh, London Trivia kind of prompted me to uh to our own 
little bit of trivia here on oh, Raiders Fan Radio. So, nice. So we're going to put Uncle Mosh and Swag Jeff Ooh, to the test. Go. All right. So we've got two separate games here. All right. Mosh, yours is the tougher of them. Okay. Because Mosh, I'm older. Well, I love and, that. And you're a history teacher, although U.S. history. Right. But right. still, you're pretty well versed in the dealings of the world. All right. Uh, so, Jeff, you have a this or that. And, Mosh, you've got open-ended questions. Okay? Okay. All right. You ready? And play along in the chat here. And play along, those of you that are driving in your car or working out or mowing your grass or cleaning your garage or painting your spare room. Doing or whatever yoga or Doing your whatever. yoga. Yeah, whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to us. <laughs> All right, Uncle Mosh. Hit me. Wash. 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 <laughs> W-A-S-H. Wash. W-A-U-S-H. Wash. Broke me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you told me I couldn't say I don't know. I had to guess. Which rock family includes Ozzy and Sharon? The Osbournes. Name the British prince that's often used to describe a pierced manhood. Albert. Yes. Uh oh. Our thing died again. Did it come back? Yeah, the oh, answer was Albert. Albert. That's correct. Okay. Who are the best selling, who is or who are <clears throat> the best selling musical duo? Duo in UK history. Uh, do you want the British duo want, that 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 sold the most I in, want, in in British history, or the the biggest duo in that duo. sold the most? <laughs> in Sounds Britain. like he's stalling. Know, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm not because Simon and Garfunkel, believe it or not, have sold more they're albums. Not, they're, they're but they're, but you're saying. They have sold more albums in oh, Britain oh, no, than they, the biggest selling I'm talking, British couple yes, or the, the, a UK couple of duo, UK citizens. Not UK sales, UK origin. So you're you wanting get, you to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're, you're wanting concede to know. This, concede this one. Okay, you so you're wanting to know who. Yes. Can you tell me their genre? Pop. Oh, that's an easy one. That okay. would be well. We always called. Uh, you want the names that we called them? Uh, those of us oh, in the business. Mother. Yeah, it was Buster and Billy. Yeah, and that's what we called them. <laughs> this is a two-hour show. I'm sorry, Buster and Billy. That's but a that's, very that's that a was really that, good guess. That was our nicknames for them. Yeah, Go ahead. The the Pet Shop Boys. So you're exactly. in, indirectly correct. <laughs> okay. What is New Year's Eve called in Scotland? New Year's Eve. Exactly. Hogmay. Hogmanay. Exactly. It's New Year's it's Eve. Hogmanay. How many wives of Henry VIII died after he did? I'll give you their... Uh, 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 he, he killed them all, so um, he might that one of them might have got him, so I'd say one. Uh, two, Anne Cleves, his fourth wife, and Catherine Parr, his last wife. Who is currently... Wait, Anne Cleves got away with it? She got away. Okay. Her and Paul McCartney. Who's currently on the 10-pound note aside from the queen? Well, so 10 pounds, when you say 10 pounds to me, I immediately think of donuts. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say yeah, it's do. Duncan. Uh, that would be Jane Austen. Yes. Also known as Duncan is her nickname. It's, it's her nickname. So there you go. How many bronze lions are there at the base of Nelson's column? Four. Whoa. Thank you. That was really good, Mosh. Thank you. You totally nailed that one. Prince Harry proposed to Meghan Markle over a meal of what? Food? Yes. Next question? Exactly. Uh, how many cities are there in Scotland? 17. And two of them, <laughs> one is named Shropshire, and the other is Birmingham. <laughs> no, those are in England. <laughs> Glasgow, Edinburgh, Aberdeen, Stirling, Perth, Iverness, and Dundee. 
I thought that was also the... That's uh, the original Beatles. I was going to say, that was the the starting seven for the Philadelphia 76ers in 1998. I can't believe I whiffed on that one. Oh, no, it's Iverson, not Iverness. If you see the word RF on a Welsh road sign, what should you do? You should stop. Slow down. It's exactly right. What is the name of the Welsh national anthem? Uh, God bless the queen. Name? It's called the land of my father's Wales. Exactly. <laughs> do not, do not disparage the queen. Many, do not take shots at the queen mother, how mister. Many, how many people died in the great fire of London? 17. Exactly. Oh, no, no, wait. That was the city. <laughs> was how, many, uh, how many died in the great fire of London? Yes. Uh, three-fourths of the population. That's exactly right. Six. And so uh, the slang... T- <laughs> It was a small town then. It's very small. <laughs> haggis. The answer is haggis. What is England's official national sport? Haggis. <laughs> it's cricket, by the way. Yes, it is. Thank you. Is it really? Yes, yes it is. It yes. sure is. Which stereotypical Scottish delicacy first made its appearance in a chip shop in Stonehaven, Western Scotland in the 1990s? French fries. <laughs> Deep fried Mars. <laughs> Deep fried what? Mars bar. Exactly. Yes. How many flights of stairs are there in the shard? In the sh- are you talking about the shard proper? Are you talking about my if- sharded earlier? Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was shart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> never pass the bathroom and never trust a fart. Never Mosh, pass the bathroom and never trust a fart. It's all what I've always Oh, said. my gosh. 306. The Titanic was built in which Irish city? Okay, give me a hint. It starts with a B and ends with a T. Belfast? Yes, sir. A traditional Irish stew contains which meat? Uh, uh, Otherwise uh, known as the Los Angeles? Uh, the lambs. Yes, yes, sir. Last one. Sue Brown was the first woman to compete in which annual British sporting event? Oh, oh. Volleyball. <laughs> what? You didn't know this. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. Uh, that's, a, that's a common slang term for boat racing. For boat racing. Especially oh, in my. Oxford in 1981. I hit, I hit the wrong button. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. You cracked me up. Sorry. Oh, that was too he funny. He clicked out of the chat. I, I went crazy. I, I got all nuts. Hey, I, I, I did pretty good on that. Actually, yeah, that did. was really good. You, did, you really did good. Thank uh, you. I blew up my microphone. Haggis. <laughs> Haggis is the answer for everything. I've completely blown up my mic here. What did you do, buddy? I don't know. I, I hit. I was going nuts, man. Mosh had me cracking. Oh, all right, Jeff, gosh. you ready? I'm ready. Okay, yeah. All right. See if I can top that. Okay. Here's here, here's Jeff's here's Jeff's game. Jeff's yours is this or that. I'm so, going to ask you, or actually, I'm going to state a name, and I want you to tell me if it's a famous Englishman. Okay. Or somebody that's included in the Raiders 1992 Los Angeles Raiders media oh. guide, which I have here in front of me. Okay? Okay. So you tell me, Raider or English? Or Englishman. You ready? I'm ready. Captain James Cook. English. Nolan Harrison. Raiders. William Hinchcliffe. Raiders. Alan Turing. English. Horatio Nelson. English. English. Malcolm Stowell. Raider. Raider. Are you cheating? No! I would not, this would not be the first time I helped this kid on a test. <laughs> <laughs> the first test that the, the first test that Uncle Mosh ever gave me, I put one of my answers is 
My coach is awesome. <laughs> and he said, Who is that? Give the boy a 100. <laughs> he didn't really. And he goes, So the next three years, I had him in class. And he's going, Remember that time I got 100? I'm like, It didn't count for the year, dude. Well, yeah. Guy Fox. Raiders. David Beckham. English. Ethan Horton. Raiders. Stop it, Mosh. Torin Dorn. English. Aaron Wallace. Raiders. David Attenborough. Raiders. Walter Raleigh. English. <laughs> Michael Reddick. Raiders. You did pretty good, Josh. Good job, Thank Swaggo. you. Good thank job, you. Swaggo. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So you did good. So Horatio Nelson, Captain James Cook, Alan Turing, David. Uh, David Beckham, Walter Raleigh, all Englishmen. Great job. Nice. Two of them. Guy Fox. No, dude, that's the remember, remember the fifth of November guy from V from Vendetta. That's Guy Fox. You know what I'm talking? Who, you oh, yeah, yeah, Anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. David Attenborough, very famous actor. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't a Raider. I hadn't seen okay. any of his stuff. All right, so the Raiders though, <laughs> Nolan Harrison, William Hinchcliffe. I thought that one was going to get you. Yeah, Hinchcliffe. I thought William yeah. Hinchcliffe was was good. William Hinchcliffe. I know my Raiders. Yeah, you do. Ethan Horton, Aaron Wallace, Michael Reddick, Malcolm Stoll. I thought Malcolm Stoll was another one I thought would maybe get him, but it didn't. Uh, and so you only missed uh, Torin Dorn was the only one that you claimed as an Englishman. That was great, fun. Great job there, Mosh. Great job, Swaggo. Oh, and so now it's my turn. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Moss, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> Q-Dog goes, what go about Scary Spice? That one, could, <laughs> that, one could, that one could go either way. That one could go either way, absolutely. All right, uh, great job there, guys. All right, so just a little bit of an outlook to the game that coming up in uh, uh, in London, uh, playing Chicago. Uh, you know, playing who? Uh, Chicago? Did I say that right? Huh? What okay. What? Whatever. No, it's fine. What? Whatever. Speak out, man. If we're gonna, <laughs> no, go you, ahead. You, you you want, do you want the floor? Your floor no, is yours. No, I don't need the floor. Well, it's already yours. A camera's huh. on you. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so yesterday, I went and got my hair cut. Oh man, tell the story. I went, this is I, went funny. I went and got my hair cut. Yeah. So oh, you look yeah. nice. Not, yeah, nice little do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got know, some no doage problem. going on. Yeah. So Uh oh. What? <laughs> Mosh, Mosh decides to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> I hate this story. This is a terrible story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so no, so I walk into the local barber shop in town and uh guy calls me up and says, Come on, sit down, I'll get your haircut. And he asked me what I want done to it and all that good stuff. Well, I sit down and he jacks me up on the chair or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The barber chair. And he flips a, the the cape or whatever over me. Yeah. And uh, and I didn't really pay any attention to it. And he's I'm talking to him a little bit. And he said, so, are you a football fan? And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And I looked down, and I have a Bears 52 on my chest. Oh, he gross. Has, yeah, he has a cape that with the Bears with a freaking whack number on it. Oh. And, yeah, and I'm like, dude, what is this? And he was like, what? So what is this crap you got on me? Why'd you put this on me? Yeah, I said, what is this? And he goes, well, what? I'm a Bears fan. I'm like, nah, this ain't going to work right here. You got to get a different cape, man. <laughs> this is this is stupid. Oh, no. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy, yeah. Awful. Yeah, so we talked about it, and yeah. 
Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that sucks. You know, there's going to look, that's going to be a common theme of this game is going to be all about the Raiders and all about Derek Carr and Khalil Mack and whether Trent Brown can slow him down. And, you know, I thought Derek was very fair in the way that he addressed it this week that, you know, uh, both teams are winning this trade. The Bears are obviously reaping the benefits of having him. The Raiders are uh, uh, reaping the benefits of trading him by all the different picks that we got and all the players that we got. All you got to do is look at Josh Jacobs leading the freaking votes already for Rookie of the Year and know that it was worth it for uh, for us to trade Khalil Mack, but that's definitely going to be the theme of it. Well, let's go ahead and listen to John Gruden uh, talk about the London game coming up. And something I think is really cool Look, he admits he made a mistake last year by going so late because the Raiders are already over there now. It's like I say, we're really excited to be here, uh, play again in London, and uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions I can. Hi, Coach. Good to have you back in the UK. Thank um, you. you. only came over on the Friday 12 months ago, so what was the thought process behind giving yourselves a full week this time? Uh, I learned a valuable lesson that uh, we need a little bit more time to get acclimated. And... Um, you know, this is my first time last year coming to London playing football. I'm used to playing home games at home. Uh, so I made a mistake and uh, tried to correct it this year. Hopefully it shows on the field. John, what is the challenge of scheming for Khalil Mack when he's a guy who tries to sack the football, not just sack the quarterback? Well, the problem is you're not just scheming for him. You know, Floyd is, is uh, not a bag of rocks. He guy's a great player. <laughs> they have two of the best inside players in the league, and they have a great blitz scheme. Uh, so it's easier said than done. Let's put two guys on Mac. Uh, they blitz enough where you can't get help. You know, that's why we, we brought in Trent Brown. That's why we drafted Colt Miller in the first round. You know, those guys are going to have some tough snaps against a great player. Hey, John, what was your reaction to the uh, perfect suspension? I'm not really going to say anything. I'm, I'm, uh, I've talked to Runyon in the league office. He knows how I feel. It hurts our team really bad. And... Um, I'm anxious to see what the appeal says. I'm not happy about it at all. And um, I don't want to say anything else. I'm uh, obviously upset about it. Yep, he sure was. So, you know, so, Mosh, what do you think? So, again, I mentioned earlier, you know, you – uh, coach professionally for a long time. And, and I would say you still coach, you just coach theater. Like you don't teach theater, you coach it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you bring, um, I think a lot of, of, of passion and, and, and uniqueness to the way that you, uh, to, to the theater game, man, it's different, you know, after, after your long history in coaching sports and like wrestling and cross country and all those, those great sports track and field. So let me ask you this. When you make a mistake, you did something wrong last year. You, you, you blew it in a show or you, you, you did something with, a, with, a, with the team, you put them in a bad spot, whatever. The next year, how easy is it or hard to be forthcoming in that mistake? And how much grace and credit should we give John Gruden for like standing up in the podium and being like, look, I screwed up last year. This was my fault. We didn't perform well. And it's because I put us in that spot. So you and I, I, I there's there's the, the the big picture the little picture the global picture the the uh, uh, the meta world the mega world bottom line is this we talked about it on Sunday there was there was a there was a pass that was thrown that was dropped it was clearly dropped and and what does a smart team do they go right back to that same receiver Oh, or it was Jacobs on it the exchange. Was, it, was ja- it was Jacobs on the exchange. That's yes, what it was. Yes, so, yes. So 
Great Jacobs, shot. Yes. Jacobs clearly muffed it. Clearly muffed it. But what did they do? They went right back to him. Exact same yeah. play. And, 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 that's, and that's what Gruden is saying. You know, I, I messed up last year. Uh, I, I got here too late. Uh, I learned from my mistakes. I moved on. You know, and I think that's what the winners do. I think that's, that's what cool. the guys that that know that know how to play the game, that know that you know, uh, hey, this is where we messed up. This is what we did wrong. This is what we got to fix. You know, you yeah. have you have to be able to do that. And, and I do that. I do that with with kids all the time. You know, if I if I give a kid a role that's too big, you know, uh, and they and they mess up. You know, you got to fix it, you know, but you learn from it for the next time. You know, uh, you try to improve them. Uh, it, it's the same way with, with coaching anything from the peewees all the way through, man. You, you know, what, what, what's that phrase? You, you get thrown, you get on the horse again. You know, you, yeah. you, got, you got to be able to, you know, you got to be able to see the improvement. So the, the, the ball was handed to Jacobs again. Hey, the guy balled out, man. Like, yeah, so, he did. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's what Gruden's hoping is going to happen here is that he's going to learn. Swaggy. So, so speaking of Josh Jacobs, uh, I, we printed out a bunch of notes and a bunch of fun little tidbits. So, uh, so speaking of Josh Jacobs, he is right now the uh, favorite for Rookie of the Year. That's awesome, and that's what like ESPN writers, yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, or? ESP, yeah, the, the, um, no, uh, NFL expert panel. Okay, all right, yeah, good deal. So, yeah, good deal. so yeah, so right now he's sitting up at the top. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so uh, uh, first off, just to kind of circle back, Nicole Zalumis. Is that oh, woman okay. that 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 uh, that, interviewed, nice. that interviewed AJ Cole, and she's often associated with a lot of the Raiders interviews. So appreciate her and uh, that segment. And uh, uh, I guess, uh, guys, let's uh, let's jump into the uh, favorite part of our show. Let's hit the Sea Fans Mailbag, huh? Do it. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. All right, appreciate everybody in the chat room joining us tonight. Richard Gonzalez, uh, Chris Rubio is in there. Ken Chun is in there. Chucktown Raider, Crossbones, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Jesse Perkins, uh, Pirate1975 is in there. Running Bear is in there. Uh, tons of folks. Appreciate all of you and your interaction. As always, you can join us, Murph's Fan Cave, uh, or excuse me, YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave, and join us for the live stream of our show each and every week. You can contact us, uh, if you're not in the, in the chat, by uh, sending us a, uh, a voice message. Call 909-345-3346, and you can reach us that way. If we play your message three times, we refer to you as a made man, and we've got a couple of made men to uh, to to uh, bring into the family tonight, so we're going to look forward to that. Uh, but before that, Greg, are we going to get to Greg? Oh, you know, I just don't think we got time tonight for Greg. Right. I don't even I'm think sorry. he call- did. He, you don't even think he called in? No, sorry, sorry, Greg. You didn't even give us an update. Wow. Yeah. yeah well, I beat you this week. Did you? Yeah, that was my first win of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm all, I'm all right with that as long as all my Raiders are clicking. Man, well, we're good. Oh, it was actually a close game. Was it really? Well, yeah, it was nice. Well, yeah, because because. 
Because the Raiders played well. Raiders, Raiders played well. Uh, but before we get to the uh, to the calls, let's get to the emails. You can email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And we've got a lot of emails to get to tonight. Yeah, so uh, uh, Uncle Mosh and Swag Jeff are going to handle the heavy lifting on that. So I'm going to run to the restroom while these guys are handling the, the emails. Who wants to go first? Uh, Swaggy, you go first. Okay. All right. Uh, first, first email of the evening, uh, Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff, and Raider Nation. I listened to Mikey and Murph on Monday, and something caught my ear that always bugged me. That's always bugged me. Uh, Mikey had an opinion that maybe Coach Gruden should be replaced, and he suggested he suggested maybe Sean McVay. Is, <laughs> <laughs> is Sean McVay available? Would the LA Rams let him go? I think we all know the answer to that one. Uh, suggesting a solution that would never happen is no solution. John Gruden has got a 10-year deal for a reason. Our team needs to rebuild, and it's not going to happen overnight. We went from the oldest team to one of the youngest in one season. Uh, these young players are off to a good start and will only improve. Josh Jacobs, Cleveland Farrell, uh, Max Crosby, Jonathan Abram, and others are a great look for the Raider future. Murph impresses me with his patience with Mikey. <laughs> uh, the Colts game was encouraging after two losses. The loss of Burfick was very unfortunate. Uh, the thing I noticed was the treatment of different teams by different officiating right, crews. Right. Uh, the same week, an Eagle player hit a Packer helmet to helmet and knocked him unconscious. The Packer was carted off the field, and there was no flag at all. There needs to be more consistent officiating across <laughs> the league. And, uh, and as my youngest son once said, after further review, the player that had the shield on the side of the helmet, automatic first down. <laughs> Here's to a great showing in London. Raider Nation forever. Frank from NorCal. That's awesome. Good Thank job, you, Frank. Frank. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got uh, I got one of our guys here. Hello, Uncle Mosh, Murph, Swaggy J, and all the made men and women. I've been looking at film and thinking about our team. Right now, true starters at wide receiver. We have one rest our, our wide receiver would not start or just about any other team, mostly due to the fact they are very young and still have a lot to learn. We have one of the biggest O-lines in the game, but still not all the same page yet. We have rookie running backs and, and, and fullbacks. We have one of the best tight ends in the game and two up-and-coming tight ends as far as the offense goes. We can't judge them for at least eight weeks as it will take time for all the young guys to get their legs under them. I think Carr needs to go downfield, but when you watch the film, Gruden rarely calls routes past 15 yards. I think it is more play calling than Carr, though he does not get off the hook for overthrowing a few balls. But even at that, he is sixth in passing percentage. Now, our defense, we're the only team that just keeps four linebackers, and it's already biting us in the... Our biggest issue is we are very young on defense as well. The team is one of the youngest in the NFL. Then you throw in the schedule we have, and you have to temper your you goals of this team this year. And I said from the beginning, with the youth and this schedule, we'll be likely 8-8. Eight and eight. This is a year where we can get experience for the young guys, get one or two more players in the next year's drafts, and add a couple of big free agents next year, and we should be playoff bound then. Just stand by them this year and let all get in the time and we'll all make it. Excuse me. I messed that up. 
and let all get in the time that will make us all great. Running Bear of Tulare, California. Proud made man and one-time Sizzler winner. Nice job. Good job, Running Bear. Nice. Sorry I messed up the email. No, Mosh, those are... Hey, look, I got those to... Hard. I got to give you guys a lot of love on this thing. This is this is like the hardest part of the show is reading the emails because they're, they're really long. Yeah, and, and I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're good, and please keep them coming. But it, it but it's tough to, to read through them all. So but appreciate you, Mosh. Appreciate Running Bear. Swago, what you got next? All right, dear Uncle Mosh, Murph, Lil Murph, Capo, the nation, miss you, Sonny. Oh, hell, even Swag Jeff. Hey, you uh, made the list. Hey, I love it. I love it. Yeah, not, not Aaron's list, though. I never make Aaron's list, no, and that's okay. Because he don't like you. You don't want to be on. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't gotten his respect yet. It's okay. You, you don't want to be on Aaron's other list. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. What the capoed list or the hit list? He's got a couple oh, now. Yeah, yeah, one either one. Either one. Yeah, neither one. He's got good. a couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Q, I love you, man. Uh, first, I want to say I, I just tuned in. I tuned into you guys first when rumors started swirling about Gruden coming back. I had mixed feelings about this since who doesn't love a guy who gets in a fist fight with the Denver logo and flies home, but first stops by and asks for a job with the Raiders. Uh, but <laughs> but we hadn't had more than one winning season as uh, as you look if you took out the Gruden years since Bo beat up a Bengal with his leg uh, as a club <laughs> trying to get us to a Super Bowl, which would have happened that year if said tackle never happened. The short of it is this: I tuned in to hear what Raider fans had to say about uh, without filters or sucking up. I gotta say I've been a weekly listener ever since. It's been a rough couple decades. Thank you for being the voice of reason for us fans uh, from breaking another. TV. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to give respect to you guys, uh, so I bought a Get Made shirt. Hey, Uncle, right on. Uncle Mosh got me to lose twenty pounds in two seconds because a two X is five dollars cheaper than a three X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, between the charity and keeping our heads up, Al would be proud. Oh, uh, thank man. you, first time listener, uh, long time listener, first time email. Uh, Stacy Michael Ruff, uh, Ruff Rider thirty two seven. Appreciate that, Stacy. What well, very yeah. kind words, man. Appreciate that. Thank you very much for the show support. Thank you for supporting uh, uh, the Blitnikoff Foundation. All right, next up from the Refrigerator Raider. Last Sunday's victory on the road at Indy was great for the morale and may help quiet some of the haters till London. I was really sick a week ago and could not send this email, so I will attempt at it this week. I watched the last episode on Friday, as that was when I was healthy enough to watch, and watched Murph break down the West Coast offense. He was on point in his analysis of the system. Now, about a year ago, I called and spoke about 89 the name shall not be said, being open in the secondary and Carr not finding him. I spoke of coverage roles I seen in L.A. doing the early part of the game we played last year. Whether it was cover two or three teams would shade their linebackers to Cooper's side and attempt to discourage Carr's progression of the field and take away his number one receiving threat. This really limited us offensively as we did not have another viable option other than Cook. Well, this year's a bit different. Teams are expecting the dump downs that Carr in the West Coast is known for. Good tackling teams, such as the Vikings, really limited us, and they just kept their spots on the field and then closed quickly as soon as the two to four yard pass was thrown. Great point. That is a great point. That is a problem, but it is not the only one I'm seeing. I'm not seeing Carr go through his progressions. 
Well, he didn't have the time against the Vikes that he had right. last week because he, right. he went through a bunch of them. I'm not seeing him throw with anticipation. I'm seeing spot passes, which are spots that you throw to on the field, which, again, require anticipation. Now, maybe that is because he does not trust the process or the weapons, but it's a via, it's a, it is visible and needs corrected. I really want this offense to open up a bit, and it would help if we'd, we'd trust the protection and wait a moment or two longer and anticipate the receivers opening up. I believe that only eight targets went to wideouts in the game on, at Minnesota. Furthermore, I did some research and looked back at 10-point or fewer offensive performances. We had five in 2017, five in 2018, and if not for a garbage touchdown against the Vikings, it would have been two already this year. The times we scored 17 or fewer is almost as often. There are things that I'm, these are things that I'm worried about. So my question is this. Is it time that a new offensive philosophy is implemented? I mean, even the Colt game had its problems in the second quarter after a 21-7. At about 12 minutes left, we had nine plays for negative three yards and the rest of the quarter. That is not good. Anyway, just some stuff. Some thoughts. Sincerely, Jesse in Kentucky, a.k.a. the Refrigerator Raider. Nicely done, nice. Jesse. Been a nice. Minute. Yeah, been a minute since we heard from Jesse. Great job on the on the email there. Appreciate you reaching out to us. And, uh, uh, Mosh, is it still 4-1 over there? It, yeah, let me take a are look. We get, are we getting killed? Yeah. Yeah, we're still 4-1. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're still 4-1. Four 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 we're getting killed. Come on, A's. All right, you got another one, or is it me? No, you All right, again. so now where oh, do man. I get to you, go since you, I won? Are you clocking back in again? Yeah, I'm clocking back in. I won the contest, okay, about about the over the pond. I call it the first ever over the pond contest. Uh, yes. So uh, I get to read the emails from over the pond. Oh, since perfect. it is, it is UK week. In it kind of is. And, uh, you know, it was nice. We had the guys, Silver and Black UK on, and then we heard from so many of our folks over there in Scotland and, uh, and, and England. And, yeah, absolutely. Great, great stuff. Please, Mosh. All right. Hey, fellas. Well, oh, well, that victory against the Colts had quieted down some of the negative Bettys. Until the next time we lose. <laughs> In all honesty, our two losses this season have been against two very good opponents. The Chiefs could beat anyone in the league right now, and the Vikings uh, away has to be one of the toughest road games any team can face. True that. I wasn't one to hit the damn panic button. But like most fans, I was concerned at some of our play, especially D.C. beginning to look a bit shaky and the fact that Curtis Roddy looks like Reggie Nelson in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, off to Indianapolis we go, and we get the road win again uh, against a good but banged-up team. The truth is, we're also banged up and have been since week one. So we have to consider this in all the games we play. We beat a good team on their own turf, which is, as we know, is never easy in the NFL. That's Amen. Right. Yep. I think the key to our performance, quite simply, is taking the lead and D.C. executing the offense with good consistency. Our defense also stepped up and made some great plays, especially shutting down a very good run attack from the Colts. All around, a good, solid team performance from the offense, defense, and special teams. A special mention to Mad Max Crosby Mad. for awesome performance and Josh Jacobs for bringing yes. the fire down every time he runs the ball. Also, a big shout-out and thanks to Curtis Riley for sitting on the bench like a pro. <laughs> 
On to London we go. Sadly, I can't make the game this year, but a good contingent of the Scottish Raider Nation are having a get-together to cheer on our Raiders and all of our friends and family who will be in attendance at the Spurs Stadium this Sunday. I'm feeling confident we'll match up well against the Bears and pull out the W. I think the key is taking the lead and playing turnover-free football. Tough ask, I know, versus the Bears. We got to run the ball down their throats and win the time of possession battle. I think the West Coast offense is perfectly suited to this type of game. Probably a low-scoring affair decided by who can run the ball and commit the least amount of turnovers. I take the Raiders 16-13. Nice. And on that note, great interview with my good friends Les and Keith from Silver and Black UK. Those guys are amazing and as passionate Raider fans as you'll find anywhere in the world. Agreed. SBUK truly is a great booster club full of dedicated, hardworking people who just love the Raiders and are committed to keep proving opportunities and experiences. I'm sorry, providing opportunities and experiences for all of our great fans. If this weekend is half as good as last year, it'll be amazing. Just want to mention the RFR Fantasy League, and your man here is sitting at 4-0 after beating Swaggy J badly <laughs> last week yeah. and pulling off a close win versus Greg this week. Oh, that's, what, that's, that's why, why Greg didn't call yeah, it. that's why we didn't hear from him. Uh-huh. Can the team from Scotland win it all? <clears throat> well, he says he doubts it, but I'm sure my team will implode at some point. But it's all great fun, a pleasure to be part of. Anyway, thanks for all you guys do. Always looking forward to hearing all the shows on the network, but this is still number one in my opinion. Catch you all later. Kev from SBUK, 24 Carat Kev. Oh, nicely done. Very, yeah, very good cool. stuff. So, Mosh has got the silver and black UK pin on his hat. Uh, there, he always rocks that on, on his hat. And here's the, uh, the, the patch from last year, the London uh, game from 2018. Nice. Look at, they, look, this, they send us the, from Dundee, Scotland, Raider Nation. Like, I'm telling you, man, Raider Nation is deep well, in, yeah. in the UK, man. It's, it's awesome. It's and, awesome. It's so cool. It's so cool. And I want to touch on something in his email from 24 Karat Kev. Because, and this came up during the game when, when you and I were watching, Mosh. When we saw we had a lead. And we saw that there was five minutes left on the clock. What did we say? Boy, this is a time when we would miss a Marshawn Lynch. Right. We right. wonder if Josh Jacobs is the guy that can be our closer. Sure was. Looked oh, pretty yeah. good, didn't you guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. Did. Yeah, good stuff. All right. And our last email of the okay. night. The 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 email that's always the last email of the night. Oh, must be from Mississippi. It is. It's across the pond, but it's really just down the road. Good <laughs> evening, guys. Hope all is well. There's nothing quite like a Raiders W, is there? Bird song is sweeter than the sun <laughs> is sweeter. The sun seems warmer and the world just seems to make more sense somehow. Even Mikey Raider <laughs> goes easy on his stress balls. Love you, Mikey. The game in Indy finished closer than expected. You could be forgiven early on for thinking it was going to be a blowout as we started so well, then we shot ourselves in the foot with a fumble. The crowd got into it all of a sudden, and a real game ensued. But I was really proud with the way the guys stuck to their task and sought, sought out the win. Some big individual performances again. Step forward, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, and some sweet plays from Trevor Davis and Eric Harris. 
But what pleased me most was the team really held it together against the, a decent Colts team when momentum started to change at times throughout the game. We showed a lot of character. Yes, there were still mistakes on either side of the ball at times, but we're a work in progress, which some people would do well to remember. I don't want to hear anyone saying we only beat them because they were depleted either. Just point them in the direction of our IR list. If we had half those guys available to us, our weekends would be sweeter. On to Vontez Perfect. I believe that 90% of the guy is exactly what we need on the team, but the other 10% is always near the surface with characters like him, and when it pops, it pops big. However, I do believe that the suspension is too harsh. Even with his past record, I hope he wins his appeal and gets it reduced because we keep losing players to injury, so we'll need him going down the stretch. I won't hold my breath, though. What really annoys me about the whole thing is the lack of consistency with the calls around the league. The perfect hit on Jack Doyle was nowhere near as bad as the hit on the Bills quarterback. Amen. But as I write, nothing has been done about that. I think that's what pisses people off more than anything. Sunday will be tough, though, but not impossible. If we don't fall behind early, we have a chance of pulling off a close win. So let's stay positive, everybody. A win Sunday, a bye week, and time to heal the wounded, and the Packers game becomes really mouth-watering. Four and two could be on the horizon. Sorry, 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 sorry. I was getting ahead of myself too much. (laughs) Thanks, as ever, for all your work, and best wishes to the A's in the playoff game. Hey, Murph. Hey. Hope they do it for you, my friend. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Egerton, Shopshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner, 2019, the Sizzler scorekeeper, a proud made man, and the one-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Nice. Wow. Whoa. Nice, Paul nice. brought he brought the heat this week. Yeah, he did. Woo. Yeah, he did. Nicely done, Uncle Mosh, conveying the message, too. Man, that's a great job on the emails, guys. What do you so, got, Swaggo? Yeah, so, 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 so checking out the chat, we have a, uh, a new viewer, uh, Watcher Anshar. Okay. Anshar. Uh, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but uh, he's from New Zealand. Oh, I love it, no man. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, cool stuff, man. Very yeah, cool. Welcome, and, and, and I hope you enjoy this. Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So what Is we he from had- Auckland? Yes. That's actually the only town I know in New Zealand. Is oh, he really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure so is. We had, so New Zealand, and then last week it was Belgium, and what was the other one? Uh, 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 oh, uh, 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 no, it was from Germany. Okay. It was uh, Peyote High. Or no, was it Peyote High? Peyote Dreams. Peyote Dreams <laughs> in Germany. Well, you just hey, flashed hey, back. Hey. <laughs> I just went, <laughs> woo! <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got one of my students watching. I got to be nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, but hey, but I think 1968 is out of the statute of limitations, I right? I think you're right. I yeah, think you're yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't go back to California, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Uh, we, yeah, well, I forgot. We got to smuggle Mosh into the Oakland Coliseum. Because the last time, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> moving anyway. right along. No, uh, it, was, it was from uh, Ukraine. Yes, it was Ukraine, from Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine, absolutely. So Germany and Ukraine, from there all the way down to uh, to New Zealand. Man, that's fantastic. So so cool. And just got done reading emails from Scotland and from. Yep. Uh, we, we joke about Paul being from Mississippi, but that's only because he's uh, west of Birmingham. He's actually there in in England and Shropshire, so, Shropshire, England. So great to hear from him. Thank you to all of you once again. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Send us an email, and we would love to hear from you. Uh, all right. So if you call the show, you can call us at nine zero nine. 
345-3346 and leave us a message. If we play your message three times, we refer to you as what is either a made man or a made woman. Uh, and uh, and we, we celebrate you in that way. And we have two to induct tonight into the family. And uh, in terms of our made men and made women, we have a leader. We have a captain. We have we call him the capo. He is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. And we always kick off our calls with a call from him. Greetings, this is Aaron, your Q-Dog, Capo, Raider, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Now look, um, Mosh, Murph, Sonny, Little Murph, uh, Sergeant at Arms, Big Raider, Trucker, Mojo Raider, the usuals. Listen, housekeeping. I listened to last week's show, and you know, I was in the chat room, chat group, you know what I'm saying, everybody was putting out their two cents on, you know, the, the one and two start, but we're two and two now. So now that, you know, we've righted the ship and some people are, you know, uh, getting their wits back about them, don't lose your minds. There's rules of this thing, ours. You don't talk down on the Raiders. Period. Point blank. Amen. End of discussion. Thank you, now, Q-Dog. if you've got a problem with Chucky, hey, I suggest you call the office. <laughs> and then leave it up to the Raiders to make a decision on the coach moving forward. Now, when you take it a little step too far, you get personal. Hey, we this this ain't what this thing is for. You ain't about this life, so you know you need to keep that thing pushing. There are other radio sites for you, other venues for you to you know basically voice that venom. Now to get back to business, uh, my head. Can I? That might have been in direct response to some of the activity last week that went on around our show. And I and I would just to say this: I endorse and support everything Aaron just said. Yes. List uh, Khalil Mack. I'm putting him on it. I'm, I uttered I, I his name because he had this to say to Deion Sanders. I mean, he said that, you know, he can't lie. It's a big game for him, and he's looking forward to it. He can't lie. It's going to be a big one for me. That's according to Vic Tafer. Now, listen, Mr. Mack, if you wanted to be a Raider, the rules are real simple under the last regime. You show up, we'll negotiate. He never came to camp. He never wanted to be a Raider. You get that, Jim Rome? So let's just put this to bed. We're looking for this game. Raider Nation is salivating for this game. Yep. The payback tour, it means something this week. That's all I got sure to does. say. There is no hit list. I predict pain, baby. Root. Nice. nice. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's the best, Aaron, man. I, uh, is there – Mosh, okay. There's, there's, there's 89 and 52, right? But is, is this – is it's i'm trying to trying to think about this like in okay in a professional manner it's just a game it's at a conference it's overseas like i'm trying to keep it in perspective but you can't tell me there's not some extra mustard on this one there's gonna be some extra mustard isn't there right there's gotta be there's gotta be so so the first time the first time that mac decides he's gonna come over the middle at car and he runs up against the whitest man in the yes. history, the guy that has number 64 written on his back, and then it says, and it had like 62, 63, 65. <laughs> it's got all those numbers. You could spell incognito six times on his back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for That's, sure. Oh, I can't wait to see that. I can't He's got to, twenty point I, font in <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that smash. I want to harness that energy. Oh man! It's, wouldn't it's, you just love to see Trent Brown come off the line one time and pancake him? Oh. Like, wouldn't you just love that? I mean, look, I know the odds are low. Look, Khalil Mack is 
Khalil Mack is what he is. He's, he's still he's Khalil Mack. He's amazing, right? I'm like, I'm not going to pretend like the guy's not good or something. But Jeff, wouldn't it just be amazing to just like let's just let's just see him get got one time? Oh yeah, right. Oh, that's right? that's a win in itself. It really is. It's just kind of like, really is. That's a that's a you know fr- courtesy of Raider Nation. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Everybody there you put go. a stamp on him for us. Heck yeah, everybody yeah. gets got eventually. Oh yeah, right. You know. Everybody gets got. We'll and 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 he may get us a whole bunch more than we get him. We just need to get him one. Just once. Just one good time. Just one good time. That's it. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Let's go to the calls. Uh, let's hear. From, uh, let's hear first from our buddy Jeff in Pennsylvania. Jeff Murph Moss Swag Jeff. This is Jack from PA. Wait a uh, minute. Do we have another Jeff? Like oh yeah. They is just, this another Jeff? They're multiplying. Yeah yeah. Like I, met, I met him at the last Jeff meeting. <laughs> He's a good guy. All right, Ron. So now we now we don't have like thirteen Jeffs. Now we have like fourteen Jeffs. Yeah, we do. Going, boys. Um, just listening to your podcast uh, on Monday, and uh, I don't know, man. You you guys seem pretty. You guys are, are pretty uh, believing in the fact that you know we we are still in the race and Carr is still our quarterback and. I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't have that faith anymore. You know, I've been a car supporter from the beginning and I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of, tired of the losing, tired of the poor, poor, uh, quarterbacking, tired of the poor coaching. It seems like it's just a culmination of everything. I mean, for Carr, exactly what has he proven besides 2016? that he is going to be the franchise quarterback and the quarterback of the future for us Raiders. I don't know anything. Uh, Yeah, he has great stats. And a lot of people like to bring that up. But (laughs) when you have those great stats and you're not backing those up with wins, what difference does that make? I'd rather be the king of winning than the king of stats. I'd rather win some Super Bowls than have the most passing yards for the Raiders. Uh, And I I just don't don't see it happening with him. And, uh, you know, even this season has me even more concerned with Gruden because it seems like his play calling is just very sketchy and very predictable and and it doesn't seem like it's a a very exciting type of play and I don't know if that's specifically because of Carr or if that's just because that's his play calling and that's the way it's going to be um defensive wise uh it's it's pretty pretty uh pretty bad I'd say uh typical Raiders situation always that poor poor uh pass rush and and uh, I don't think it's the quarterbacks or defensive backs faults that, that we're getting burned. I think it's because our pass rush is just not there. Um, anyhow, guys, hopefully we get this W on Sunday. I'm actually off, so I'll be able to watch the, uh, the Raiders versus the Colts. Um, that's about it, guys. I hope you have a good one. Take care. Bye. All right. Jeff in Pennsylvania. Uh, Next I, call, please. I chose his call <laughs> because not in a way to, to, to bust him out, okay? But I want this is I want to illustrate a point. This is why we try our best, and it's tough because we're fans. But this is why we try our best to not be prisoners of the moment. Coming out of that Vikings game sucked. It was a rough game to watch. We did not look good. That we were shook on defense. We were shook on offense. It was not a pleasant game to watch. Now, fast forward seven days into Sunday, and we had one of the most exciting Raider games we've had in a long time. So I would say to you, Jeff, and I would say to a lot of you that that come out of these things, 
They always tell you, and you never get too high and you never get too low. And just remember this thing, there's a, there's a long-term game going on that's, and that's, what's different. And I know it's tough as Raider fans because it's been so volatile for so long, but there really is a long game that's getting played out here. And so instead of being a prisoner of the moment, let's really try to have an understanding of where we're going and it will keep you from going crazy because as a fan, we just, like you said, we just want to see him win. I agree, and it sucks when we don't, but just try to maintain, try to stay in that, the idea that, look, there's there's a bigger play to happen. Jeff, what do you got, bub? Yeah, so so the whole that whole call and 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 we we do appreciate the call, you know, whether yes. it's positive, negative, we we love everybody and we want your opinions and all that stuff. But the whole time I'm thinking in my head, did this guy watch the game on Sunday? But at the end of his call, he it clearly he called yes. during the week when when he <laughs> along with you know, hundreds of thousands of other Raider fans were pissed <laughs> off, yeah. you know, but, but you need to take this game and get it all up in you and just, and you know, this, this, this was a good game, you know? So, so we can't say that. I mean, you know, coach Davis says, did he call back? <laughs> Probably not. No, and, and no, that's, no, that's he okay. did. And that's okay. But look, it's okay, man. Look, look, look yeah. we all get, you know, we all have our, our different emotions wrapped up in it after the game. And so again, I, I, I didn't play that. Cause I wanted, you know, this is not to, to, to point a finger at, I'm just, this is, we're just, this is why we got to maintain a, you know, cause even otherwise you drive, you even kill. Otherwise you drive yourself crazy. Right, Mosh. I, I like what Raider Ramon he says, loyal to the soil. Sometimes it's rough. Uh, oh, ooh, loyal like, to the soil. Loyal to the soil. Sometimes it's rough. Nice. Wow. That's wow. Good, yeah. good job, Raider, Raider Ramon. Ramon. That's hot take right there. Absolutely. Buddy. And uh, Raider Ramon is on the uh, the list of gentlemen getting made tonight. Hey. Uh, but before we get to Raider Ramon, let's hear from our buddy, Trucker Dan. Hey, Merv. This is Raider Trucker Dan calling out of Effingham, Illinois today. I was able to watch the game here at the truck stop. And... Uh, yeah, you know, the uh, TA and uh, Raiders look pretty good. You know, we played much better. The first half, it came out fast in the first quarter. We got up to like a 14 nothing lead in 21-7, uh, but we were able to hold off 31-24. Great win by the Raiders. We are now 2-2, two and two, Raider Nation. Don't doubt Carr yet. Carr was looking good, but we still want to see a little more consistency. I wanted to see him put two good halves together, and then we'd be really kicking butt. But uh, he, I think what the Raiders lack is another receiver. I think if maybe we need to trade for Stephon Diggs. I think that would be a great opportunity. He's but out there. We did what we needed to do. We needed to stop the run. We stopped the run today. And uh, I like Mason Crosby making plays, you know, knocking passes down. Uh, what about that Davis guy that we traded from Green Bay? You know, first carry goes all the way for a touchdown, you know, as a receiver, you know, getting a little, a little handoff. And uh, I thought that was bittersweet for his first game as a Raider. And he gets a touchdown. And no interceptions thrown by Carr, so he was able to manage the game. And Josh Jacobs, the closer, able to close it with some first downs. Yeah. And uh, what about Eric Harris getting his first pick six of the season, first defensive pick six? So I thought that was sweet. I thought the refs were a little lousy, you know, uh, when Carr <laughs> got hit, when he almost kind of got hurt a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Um, it should have been rubbing the passer. It's the second straight week. They haven't called it. Really pissing me off. Because he doesn't spell but, hey, we got the win by any means necessary. Now we got the Bears coming <laughs> up. They true. got a very good defense, and uh, we just got to hold up against the Bears and put up enough points to win. It's gonna be a tough game, but I think we can pull it out. We'd be really good if we can go into the bye three and two. Let's get that done. A good win, Raider Nation. We got the win. We're at two and two. We're still in second place. Let's keep building on it. All right, everyone, have a good one. Take care, Raider Nation. Just win, baby. Good job, Trucker Dan. Mosh, 
you you kind of hit on that, right? Build on that a little well, bit. Well, I just it, we were talking about the hit on Carr, and I and I said, yeah, the, the only reason we didn't get the flag is because Carr is not spelled B R A D Y. It's yeah, the truth, isn't know? it? There's been a lot of violent hits around the league this year yes. that you know. And look, quarterback treatment has been a thing for a long time. Joe Montana, you know, John Elway, like they all the greats have had the benefit of, of you know, getting the, the extra treatment. Tom Brady is probably the biz, biggest benefactor of it. Heck, it happens even in basketball, right? You get superstar oh, treatment. Sure. It happens. But some of these are egregious. I mean, that hit on Josh Allen, that, and, it, and speaking of the Patriots, that they laid on Josh. It took him yeah. out of the football game yeah. with a concussion and nothing. 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 Yeah. No, no ramifications, long-lasting whatsoever. And in the meantime, uh, you know, our guy gets suspended for the year. It's, if you exactly. take the player away and just look at the action, is that the same result? That's all I'm asking, League. You know what I mean? So, all right, next up, we got one more. So that was Trucker Dan's uh, third call. We got one more uh, third call, and that is Raider Ramon. So we'll listen from Raider Ramon. Congratulations, and uh, we'll hit the music. What's good, Raider Nation? Marsh, Mosh, Swag, Q. Just checking in on the season. No lie. We're looking a little rough. think we're going to have to strap down on D and put our first rounder to work. Little old Josh Jacobs. Aside from that, for everyone heading to Oakland, like me, it'll be our last visit to our home. We've been to Oakland, to L.A., to Oakland again. This one seems a little bit more permanent. So when you go to the Coliseum, make sure you say goodbye. Walk those upper decks, go to the torch, show up early for tailgate, and stay till they tell you to leave. Traffic is horrible anyways, so no rush, right? <laughs> Walk through the tunnels, let them know whose house it was, is, and forever will be. Rain! Nice. Win, lose, or tie. Tell them under the dirt. One nation. Raider Nation. See y'all for Raiders Lions. November. Raider Ramon out. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, congratulations to Raider Trucker Dan and Raider Ramon. Welcome to the family. Look forward to, uh, for sure, I believe we're going to see Raider Ramon in November uh, at the Raider game, so that will be great, a convergence of the made men. And uh, so good stuff there. Congratulations to you both. If you want to become a made man, all you got to do is call 909-345-3346. And speaking of made men, let's go to the next one and hear from our buddy Houston, Raider Steve. Murphy Mosh, Houston Raider Steve. I just want to give you a history fact. As of uh, before yesterday, the last time the Raiders won on the East Coast was November 5th, 2017, against the Miami Dolphins at the Hard Rock Stadium. They won 27-24. to They lost the previous week 
in Buffalo, 34 to 14, and stayed on the East Coast, and then went down to Miami instead of going back to Oakland. That's my Raiders history fact from the Raiders history vault. Good day, sir. <laughs> nice, nice. Love uh, hearing from Houston Raider Steve. Great job. We call him Dead Sea Scroll Steve, Houstonian Raider Steve. He's got many nicknames and always great stories about the legacy of the Raiders. We appreciate his nicknames you. have nicknames. His na- <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth. All right, so uh, hey, uh, recently crowned made man. Let's hear from our uh, our buddy Coach Davis. What's up, Murph? What's up, Uncle Marsh? Swag Jeff. Capo, Aaron, the Q-Dog, Raiders. <laughs> this is uh, Made Man, Coach Davis, also a Sizzler Award winner, man. You know, give it How up, man. That? I appreciate it. Come on. Anyway, so uh, that was a great game on Sunday. Loved it. Uh, funny thing, man, my little girl, you know, I sent that picture in. I appreciate you mentioning that, man. And uh, the Raiders has uh, been a, a bonding point for us, you know. Nice. Uh, around where I'm at, you know, down here in Denver City, Texas, slash Hobbs, New Mexico. Ain't nothing but donkey fans and cowgirl fans. You know, steers and queers around this mug. You know? So my little girl, man, she loved to run her mouth like her dad does, man. So she went to school, saw a girl wearing a cowgirl shirt, went to capping on her. You know y'all lost, right? You know what I mean? The girl's like, yeah, yeah, my dad Not that there's me. anything wrong with My that. little girl says, uh, well... You know, we appreciate Jonathan Aber, man, and, you know, you're welcome for Amari Pooper. That's what she likes to call him. But the little girl's like, who? She's like, man, really? You don't know who Amari Pooper is? And the little girl's like, no, nah, my dad just watches it, and he tells me I don't watch the games. Man, my little girl, that made her sick. She was like, dad, I can I can name off 15 players for the Raiders right now. She went to naming off 20 of them, you know, last night. It was pretty cool, man. But uh, one of my best moments as a dad was I was tucking her in when I got out, man. She's like eight years old, about four years ago. And I'm tucking her in, you know, telling her sweet dreams. And she says, Dad, does does John Madden still coach the Raiders? I said, no, Princess, he don't coach the Raiders no more. Does Howie Long still play for the Raiders? I was like, no. She said, does Al Davis still own? I was like, man, why are you asking me all these questions? (laughs) And she pulls out a book. And it's Raiders history, man. Oh, and I was just nice. so proud oh, that, that she gosh. was taking an interest in the Raiders with me, you know. And uh, I got to sit down and watch some YouTube videos with her, man. I didn't have YouTube for I got locked up, so it was real cool. <laughs> I got to pull up some Jack Tatum highlights, Bo there Jackson highlights, nice. Marcus Allen highlights, just shoulder, you know what I mean? And uh, it's great just passing on to the next generation, you know. Not only what's going on now, yeah, it's great to know the players now, but you got to know the legacy of the Raiders, man. So that's what I wanted to put out there, man. I appreciate y'all. And uh, oh, another thing, I had her watching y'all show. Mosh, keep your shirt down. All right, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to show my daughter that it don't matter if we win or lose. And you up there pulling your shirt up, man. Keep the PG, please. All right, man. Love y'all, man. I'm out. I gotta, sh- I gotta show, I gotta show what the donuts will build, oh, man. Oh my gosh, body, body by Duncan over there, Mosh. <laughs> Oh, that was so, so funny. funny. You are so funny, Coach. Oh, I love it. Best, I love man. it. Great stuff there, man. Hey, raise them right. Raise, raise them Raiders. Raise them right. Raise them Raiders. Absolutely. Good stuff. All right, let's go to, uh, you know, the city. Nine volt over here. You know the city. <laughs> you that? Yeah, I hear nothing. Embracing anyway, it. I'm so happy we beat the Colts. Granted, it's a beat up, banged up Colts team, but still, a win is a win. Main things I took away from this game was defense stepped up when they needed to. Although they didn't step up when they almost lost to the Colts in the fourth quarter. But that Eric, Eric Harris interception 
that led to a pick six was very great and very much needed to win the game. Offense, different thing I saw is offense that we converted on on third downs. And when the offense converts on third downs, the Raiders most likely will win, as it was shown this game. Uh, you know, the Derek Carr slander, well, it went away. I wonder why. You know, we won. But anyway, um, this team, it's the same thing as expected, 8-8. Eight and eight. Seven and nine, you know, middle of the pack teams. They're there, but they're not there yet. They'll probably need another year to you know, get someone on. I think right now the most thing we need is like maybe number one receiver, and then number one. I don't know. Just just build up the young guys, honestly, and just see where we go from there. Honestly, I hope we beat the Bears. I don't think we will, but you know, I just hope. You know, I always got faith in my team, but let's hopefully London doesn't. Uh, treat us bad this time as it did the past two games with the Dolphins and the Seahawks. Either way, a little funny story. So the other day I was talking to my girl and she was all like, yeah, I don't really know much about football teams. The only thing I know about is that my dad has his Niners sweater and I wear it a lot. I'm like, excuse me? Uh-uh. You're not wearing a Niners sweater. So I bought her a Raiders sweater. You know, I'm not going to be with you if you're wearing a Niners sweater. F that. Alright? So anyway, as always, go Raiders. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Thank you, Beto. Great call, man. Yeah, and man. I'm glad you glad you uh, uh, corrected your your girlfriend there and, and got her a a shirt that had Raiders on it and not Niners. Uh, so if you hear us laughing in the background, I apologize, Beto. During your call, <laughs> the chat is on fire. So <laughs> Swago, tell us what some of the stuff that's going on. Well, so, so, so it starts off with Coach Davis. Yeah. So Coach Davis said he had to explain to his daughter that Mosh wasn't pregnant. <laughs> And then running, running Bear followed up with, did you tell her that he's having a 10-pound donut? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Raiders. Raiders. Oh my oh, gosh. hard it is to draw on your belly oh upside God. down. I was wondering why you were so quiet over there. You thought I was picking stuff out of the navel with my ink yeah. pen. Yeah, I'm like, oh my I got God. a pocket knife for that. Oh my God, I got a sharpie for if you want a sharpie for next time. Uh, oh my gosh, my no, because amazing. then I'm gonna go home and the wife's gonna go. Why are they drawing on you at the podcast? <laughs> oh my gosh, my glasses are so funny. funny. Oh, you guys are out of control. Too funny. All right, let's get to Ruben in Vegas. Hey guys, Ruben in Vegas. I'll be at the Bengal game. Hopefully, get that win. Long road trip. Get that win in London. Beat uh, Cleo Mack. You know, one game at a time. Win, lose, or tie. Raiders to that die. There we go, Ruben. That's what I'm talking about. Nice job. Ruben was so kind to send us the uh, a Welcome to Vegas sign, man. I've oh, had, yeah, we love that. It's actually hanging yeah. just outside the fan cave. It's out there with our, with the draft, with the Raider Nation draft, and the Raiders Christmas tree and, and all that right outside. So appreciate Ruben. Appreciate the call. Uh, great as always. All right. You know, Mosh, I don't play favorites around here. I love everybody. You I love do. all of you our do. callers. I love all eight of our callers that we select every week. But, you know, some guys are on my Mount Rushmore. What up to the nation, the family is forever Raider. Fingers to the haters, the critics, and naysayers. If Murph don't want to rap, it's cool. Tell him I will. I'm a pick to the house like Harris go for the kill. Yeah. Another dub for week four getting it on. If Carl with bare arms, consider guns drawn. 
two TD passes, message to the masses, building the foundation to come for all these bastards, huh? Like Uncle Moss let the big dog eat. Josh Jacobs running through the line like who want beef? Now let's keep the energy going until next week, and we can fight hard like hooligans from Green Street, for real. <laughs> nice. Just a little bit excited <laughs> about the, the dub this week, you know. I figure I'd give y'all a little bar swag for the Raiders aftermath, you know. Uh, yeah, man, happy to get a dub. A lot of things that need to be cleaned up with our squad, but it's all good. We got the dub. We just got to keep it moving, you know. A little bit disappointed with all this stuff going on with them trying to well, suspending Vontez Burfick for the season. That's just ridiculous to me. I mean, at you at least a game or two if you wanted to take it there, but for the season, come on, man. You know, honestly, the hit in the Patriots game was way harder than what Vontez yes. Burfick did. Uh, I think whenever the NFL decides to make like a final decision – before they do that, I think that they should consult with the person who got hit and get their input on it. Because, honestly, the receiver who got hit by Vontez Burfick, he was like, whatever, like, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. It really wasn't that serious, you know. So I think they, they're just, like, you know, going after Vontez Burfick on some BS, but it is what it is. Uh, looking forward to next week, you know, we're playing the Bears. We've got to trifle with that serious, tough defense. The line got to step up, you know. Khalil Mack, you know, we got to deal with him. You know, we miss him, but we got to deal with him. So hopefully they step up. The D-line, D too, they need to step up also. Yep. They need to get some more sacks. You know, we're playing a backup quarterback, so let's get it. But that's all I got. Hope you all having a good one. Love the show as always. Peace. Nice job, Rev Raider. Appreciate the the the, the bars there early yeah, on, man. man. That's strong. Bars. Man. That's good stuff, man. That's really good stuff. So appreciate that. Um, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate that you know Burfitt got suspended. Hopefully, you know, he's got an appeal. You know, we were speculating earlier today that you know maybe that gets reduced to six games, eight games, something like that. Hopefully, that's the case and we get him back. But you know. I don't know if it's going to impact us as dramatically even as what Abrams' injury was because we do play so much nickel, and that's really the way that the league is going is that it's heavy on defensive backs. It's heavy on the hybrid defensive backs like a Josh Jacobs or not Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Abram, or even like what LaMarcus Joyner does. Yes. It's more of a hybrid-type position. And when you look at last week, um, here's an excuse to bust out some stats. Uh, nickel last week versus the Colts. Conley, Worley, Eric Harris, Carl Joseph, all those guys played all 78 defensive snaps. LaMarcus Joyner played 76 of those defensive snaps. That's so, crazy. So those guys, are just, they're just rotating in heavy, and I don't think it makes a difference whether Burfecht is in there or not, because, and especially when you play teams that have more weapons, frankly. you got to have the guys that can cover. And Mosh, remember there was that one play where Burfecht was covering a wide receiver down the deep middle of the field, and we're like, what the heck is he doing down exactly. there? Exactly. Right? He was right there, and it was like, holy mackerel, this guy's all over the place. He's yeah. all over the place, but ideally, you would even want a safety to be there instead, right? So, right, right. so you bring in that extra defensive back, and I think that's the way that it's going uh, for the Raiders. So, anyways, great job on the call, Rev Raider. Great job to everybody this week. Yes. Mosh, what you got? All right. So, Jeff in PA kicked us off. He was questioning us, uh, or questioning in general, Raider fans. You know, what are you going to do, Raider fans? And, of course, he's in PA. So, I got two words for him. 
Eagles and Steelers. Trucker Dan, oh. he was visiting a truck stop, and he was and he was throwing out there some congrats to the Raiders. And of course, he and Raider Ramon are both made men. And Raider Ramon fired up about the Raiders, gave us some great coaching on, on what to do at the Coliseum on your last game. You know, take the walk, see the torch. You know, nice. Yes, visit the hallowed halls. He 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 forgot to mention the troughs, but that's okay. <laughs> Those of us that have been there know what he's talking about. You <laughs> story and Steve gave us a great flashback to 2017, the last time yes. that we won on the East Coast, and of course, Coach Davis killed us all. He was talking about raising them right and raising them Raiders, and then and then it and then it just went all the heck in the <laughs> chat. Uh, yes, the, the nine volt Beto. You know, he's got faith in the Raiders. He he, he brought his girl. He bought his girl a, a, a Raider sweater so she could burn that Niner garbage. Thank goodness. Uh, Ruben, uh, 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 where am I at? Ruben oh, in Vegas? Ruben in Vegas. He's fired up. Raiders till I die. It was quick. It was painless. And then, of course, your favorite, Rev Raider. What did he go Two minutes and 58 seconds today. Yeah, I love it. He's he's got it. He must have a stopwatch going. He had a great rap. Q-Dog says that he needs to fire the team up before every game. I love it. You know, throwing throwing some beats. But the Sizzler Award. All right. It's got to go this week to something that was said and then followed up with a call. Okay. Loyal to the soil. Raider Ramon. Oh, Sizzler. Sizzler. Nicely done, Raider Ramon. Getting a Sizzler on the same night he's being made. We are Metallica and there we are go. here for your sorry. Good <laughs> you know why we are here and we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. No, Raider Ramon, you are not being punked. <laughs> man, that was a. I, I love that loyal to the soil. That man. was good, man. That that could be on a shirt, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah, that could be on a shirt. Yeah, that's up there with womb to the tomb and all that stuff, man. man I that's loved great it. stuff. So. Yeah. Thank you all so, so much. Thank you to the Sea of Fans. Thank you to all of you in the chat. Uh, Swaggo, shout them out. Yeah, we got Raider Ramon, Coach Davis, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Ron the Mater Raider, Crossbones, Running Bear. Uh, who else we got in here? Pirate 1975, Hardcore Raider, uh, Running Bear. We've got the whole crew in here. Thank you guys so much for, uh, for making the show what it is. Absolutely. And so, gentlemen, we are less, we are less than a month away. Oh. We are less oh. than a month away. Cannot wait to see everybody oh, in Oakland. Oh, my gosh. We're so fired up, man. We're going to have the entirety of the RFR crew. We're going full circle when we get out there to Oakland November 1st for the Crab Fest, November 3rd for the game against the Lions. Man. Can't wait to see you all. Support Murph's Fan Cave. Subscribe to us, M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. All your podcast services, YouTube.com slash Fan Cave. Uncle Mosh, take us home. All right. Thank you, everybody, for coming out tonight and listening to us. If it's 2 o'clock in England, it's 5 o'clock on the West Coast. <laughs> and we're somewhere in between. Thanks for listening tonight. For Swaggy J, my little buddy to my right. For Murph, this is your old Uncle Mosh. And you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Remember, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. Good night.
boss, keep your shirt down. All right? I'm trying to, I'm trying to show my daughter that it don't matter if we win or lose, and you up there pulling your shirt up, man. Keep a PG, please. To explain to his daughter that Mosh wasn't pregnant. <laughs> And then Running Bear followed up with, did you tell her that he's having a 10-pound donut? (laughs) This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.